Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, we talk about the things other people are too afraid to talk about. Did Jay <laughs> Cutler right. poop in the ocean? <laughs> Hello, network errors. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark and starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. I think she's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And I have a bunch of questions, but this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Richard. And at first, I was kind of cool with the whole social distancing thing, but now I can use some companions in my own place. So if you could choose two sports figures, past or present, to be quarantined with, who would you want to be stuck in your place with? Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Love you mean it too, Richard. Uh, I thought uh, you said, when he said stuck in, I thought yeah. he said something else. <laughs> I was like, oh, that changes the question. Uh, we don't we, that on this podcast, we couldn't answer Richard. that question because we do not objectify athletes. And so. Oh boy. Which two athletes, two, uh, do you want to be stuck inside with? Well, you know, I would pick Jay Cutler, but then we saw Richard. his, cause he's just entertaining. He's just a dick. Huh. Uh, and if we get two, you get a buffer there. So I could get somebody who's not a dick and we could just kind of make fun of Jay Cutler, but we've seen how Jay Cutler quarantines and it's very problematic. And so, <laughs> um, true. I also think Jay Cutler would be very good at leaving you alone, which would kind of, yeah, sometimes it's nice. huge. But sometimes you want the companionship and sometimes you're like, I need to sit in a dark, quiet room by myself. And Jay would be like, peace. Let's That's go really watch smart. goats on a live stream. So <laughs> I don't hate that. Although athlete, or would we call him one? Um, yes, I was thinking uh, Serge Ibaka because I want somebody who he can, can cook. cook. Yeah. I miss having like nice meals. Like I've had a lot of pasta, a lot of sandwiches, a lot of cereal. You know, mm. and I want like a nice, really well prepared meal. So he was my first mm. thought. That's a smart one. Plus, if I have yeah, anything would- like on top of my kitchen cabinets, he can he grab it for me without me needing mm. to get a chair. So, Being quarantined huge. with a tall guy is huge. Like changing it's light huge. bulbs has been a breeze. Huh. Uh, I was thinking immediately went to Juju Smith Schuster because you love he's that fun. dog. Yeah. And oh, and Bougie Bougie. Could come. That's a great idea. And he's he loves playing video games. I also love playing video games. I feel it's like it would choice. be a really good solid friendship. It's a really wow. good choice. I don't know if I could do Juju because I have a new puppy in the house as of Saturday. Oh. If Bougie and Myrtle don't get along, oh, Bougie's got to go. Yeah, because yeah, this is go. a Myrtle. It's a Myrtle household. <laughs> uh, we each gave well, one. As a dog-free household. We, yeah, one as fun, the though. people, as the people who never can just pick one answer. He literally asked us for two, and we're all like, mm, "I don't have any." I think. I think the thing is that we're great at not responding to the voicemail. I think yeah, that's what we have the, the common denominator is we just don't like answering your questions. <laughs> <laughs> just tweak them a little bit. We just do what we want. Right. Right. Well, Richard, I hope that kind of answered your question. Uh, my answer was Jay Cutler. What a terrible, it's been a bad day. We've been having so technical un- issues. <laughs> I'm very stressed out. And so Jay Cutler is the answer. And then probably halfway through the pod, I'll go, Oh, you know who? And I'll change my answer. But for now, I hope that answered your question. And if you have a question you'd like us to not even answer even a little bit, you can always. <laughs> Leave off a voicemail. That's right. At 860-506-5571. Woo-hoo! Yeah, she did it. Finally. <laughs> uh, did you look good for real? 
No, I didn't. You can tell because I'm, I can't do both things at once. Hmm. Hi, friendly banter. Hi. Um, here's the deal. Here's what I'm thinking. So March is over. Uh, so we're done with brackets, which, you know, I'm not making a, I'm not putting a period on that sentence. Who knows? We've got nothing to talk about. So maybe we dip back into the bracket pool later, but for now we decided today we're just going to do basically a host chat pod. So like talk about news and stuff we've seen because, um, I don't know if it's weird for you guys, but it's weird for me. Like there's no work office space where we can just discuss a things happening in our lives that are separate from everybody else, but B like shared things that we're seeing in the news that like we've thoughts on. So, uh, mm. I was thinking we just do a host chat podcast and the three of us just catch up and muster. Sounds great. That works for me. Great. Sounds uh, great. Before we do that, just really quickly, sorry. Ah, uh, all right. It. You know, we're still in quarantine. I don't think the Can't point, leave. <laughs> I don't think the point of a drop is to stop all momentum so that we pause and the drop. Pl- I feel like See, that's, that's not. Where it- that's where I think you should leave the producing to me. Ah, That's really my, I will my try job that. here. So I <laughs> really appreciate that. the notes, but again, <laughs> stepping on some toes. Uh, what? I'll just kick off the original host chat, not Myrtle News. Don't get excited. I was just going to bitch <sighs> Did you for a see second. me getting ready for my... Yes. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to complain for a second that I have run into a IT issue that now more than ever is the most annoying thing in the world. I have my work laptop. That was having, I feel like we talked about this like three March Madnesses ago when we did the upset bracket about things that upset me. Our work laptops have this keychain access thing that remembers your passwords that you, because ESPN makes us change our passwords every six months. And so like this keychain thing will be like, we can't get access to Google Chrome, put in your password and then I'll put it in. It's like, no, it's not that one. And then I have to go through all my old passwords. Anyway, I finally fixed that. But what I think it did was cut me off from my remote access to anything ESPN. So now when I need to update Google Chrome, which I needed to do in order to do this podcast, it wouldn't let me do that. So then I had to do the virtual IT thing where I let a lady named Cecilia come into my computer, start messing around with stuff. And all she did was click on a couple things and go, oh, you don't have it. And I was like, right, so what do I need to do? And she was like, someone will email you. So now I'm on an old laptop, which is garbage. Doris can't even look me in the eye. I don't know what to do. I'm like, this is so stressful. I feel like I know in advance that the audio quality is going to be bad. And I'm just like, somebody make it work. Here's the thing. It's working. I think people are going to be forgiving of bad audio quality and grateful that we're trying our best. You know, I just don't want to, what all I'm saying is please don't make me sing a song because I'm not going to be lined up with the music. Oh. I just know that. Yeah, that's but true. I lined it up for you. No, I don't think that that's something that I can. Well, Jay, we'll you think that makes me it? feel, you think that makes me feel more calm. Oh, Jay's going to produce it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, there are no facts in it. So yeah, it's uh, just, better. it's just music and Christina's going to hook it up. It's going to be great. I would rather have Mariah produce it. Speaking. Well. Speaking of Mariah, shout out Mariah, loyal fan. Shout out producer Camille, just because. Uh, for anybody who's been following uh, our dogs. it's a good segue. Hey, Andy. Are you in Jurassic Park right now? <laughs> I like that your instinct is to cover the microphone. Well, like I'm trying to make any mitigate, difference. I'm trying to mitigate the damage. She doesn't have a mute button, Katie. She needs to oh, wait, do I, something. I, I <laughs> yeah, it's Ashley. Hey, Ashley, it's literally right here. <laughs> right in front of my face. Oh, anyway. Geez, uh, 
she covers it with I'm her like, hands. I love the mute button more than anybody. I love the mute button. And it, I, I know. Just... So, uh, segue. Um, I got a dog. Yeah. Oh, that sounded really bad. I, I, hey, welcome to my world. That's always what it sounds like. Uh, so as you heard, everybody, there were three dogs being fostered by our friend Kelly, who's down the street from me. She's got a Katie, a Jay, and an Ashley. Now, what I have learned since the last podcast is that Ashley is a nightmare. Ashley is the worst. She like eats stuff. Well, uh, we get hungry. She, uh, she has like six, she has six extra toes on her back feet. Uh, highly evolved. She's an overachiever <laughs> who overthinks, she's just a nightmare. She but got a manhunter on her SAT math. She's apparently, really Jay, <laughs> better vision's 2010 as well, so. Actually, dogs have better vision than that, but not from, but at night. Okay. So I've been reading a lot of dog books. So, uh, I wanted Katie. But I'm not going to keep a dog named Katie. It's just a weird precedent to set for my boyfriend <laughs> to be out here like, Katie's being a real bitch today. And I'm like, which one? Um, but so we uh, we applied for her. There was a lot of – we were freaked out because the uh, they got taken down the first day they got listed on the website of the shelter because there were so many applicants. And I was like, ugh. Which I probably knew because they're real cute pups. They're real cute um, pups. But so we were like, oh, no, this might not happen. And then yesterday I got a phone call that I've never talked to an adoption agency. So I didn't know, like, if it was going well or not. And then at the end she was like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and approve you. And and I was like, what? We got a dog? <laughs> and uh, so I ran out. I ran out into the living room. And was like, we got the dog. And uh, my boyfriend was in the middle of a, of work. He was working. And uh, whoops. But uh, so we got the dog. We're, have I already told you what we're naming her and gone through all the whys on this podcast? I think I, I did. Believe so. Okay. So her name's Myrtle, <laughs> which is named after a Rocket League character. And because Ja Rule voice, it's Myrtle, which is just hilarious. <laughs> um, so we got Myrtle. She's coming on Saturday. I'm oh so gosh, excited. Yes. I have downloaded so many dog books. I'm going to make a trip out tomorrow into the world to go to the store to buy like all the stuff I need because there's a dog, there's a pet supply store that's still open. Uh, thank God because Amazon is, she, is like, yeah, we can. What? How is she getting to you? She's down the street for me. So I just have to go. I oh, mean, you're I've just picking her up from Kelly. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Sorry. Keep going. Uh, also, I don't think we're supposed to say that I've been hanging out with her, but hopefully the place doesn't listen to this podcast. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we are, uh, what was I just going to say? Oh, thank God, because Amazon's been telling me like, oh, you need this essential dog supply. We can get that to you by May 3rd. And I'm like, I can't wait that long. I have yeah. probably coming. Um, so we're going to the store, going to get the stuff. Crazier part of the story is that, is that Indy snoring? Uh, crazier part of the story is that, uh, Mariah, fan of the pod, friend of the pod, got Jay. She did. She did. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. Jay's, you guys both sound I freaked out. You're both reacting well, no, I, to this news. Well, you know, I, I'm feeling a little bit bad for Ashley. I'm feeling a little bit left out, but I'm trying not to make no, this Ashley, about me. No, Ashley has a, has a mom. 
I've I've seen her. She exists. She's not not. Oh, getting she adopted. got adopted. Yeah, oh, okay, I told good. you the three of them. Nobody knows she's a monster. Just <laughs> us. <laughs> She'll it's kind of like it. It's probably just it's a kind please. of like it's kind of like regular Ashley. <laughs> Only the people who really know her know what a monster she is. Oh, that's oh no, that's not true. Uh, yeah, no. So I found out that's on Twitter not last true. Night. Is something that you say when somebody when you're afraid of somebody because they're a monster? Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> what? I would never, never want. No. So I found out on Twitter last night. I saw Mariah posted a tweet that was like, "Oh my God, you guys, this is my dog," and it was a photo of. Uh, dog Jay and I like was like oh my god are you adopting me and she's like yeah but I'm changing its name and then I was like whoa that hurts but then Kelly jumped in and was like he's the most Jay of all the J's more J than Jay and so then I was like keep the name no 100% no you suggested she name it Wolf which I feel like is worse because it's even more more tied to you Mariah do not name your dog Jay do not do it you can't no. for, like, or do it. You know, no, like, who's to don't say, do it. What's, who what has, she like? If someone's it. like, "Why'd you name your dog Jay?" She'll be like, "Oh, well, there's this podcast I listen to, and there's the guy named Jay." Like, no, no, no it's stupid. Also, I feel like if if you meet Mariah, you the first thing she's going to talk about is our podcast. Is that weird? Yeah, it is weird. It's assuming she doesn't have yes. a life. Mariah has a, Mariah has a very rich life. She's thriving. No, like she's doing multiple things. She just also listens to the podcast. Don't name your dog Jay. It's silly. I have moved on immediately from even the thought of this dog ever being named Kelly. Yeah. I mean, Katie, I told Kelly to start calling her Myrtle so she gets ad- adjusted to it. It's not, I don't feel bad at all. She just named it that because it was three, it was two girls and one boy and she cute. listens to our podcast. It was very sweet and you're being very, uh, I don't know. You were like very entitled really about it. You're very yeah, entitled to think that that dog gets to stay Jay. I also think you you shouldn't name a pup until you meet them because their personality is should influence what you name them. Yeah, we had a, a dog name picked out for when we get a dog, and then we met this dog, and we were like, "Oh, it's Myrtle." It's it yeah, like Myrtle. it's totally different. So yeah, I'm in on that. Shut I, up, Jay. I'm just yeah. No, I was just kidding. I'm but so you happy guys, for her and it's going to be so you guys, exciting. You guys, you guys, I'm getting a puppy. I, I can't believe, believe I'm getting a puppy. I, I am so like, questions. It just feels so crazy that I've been talking about it for so long. And now it's like, huh? You got a couple days and then it's here. Yep. Are you going to let her, like how often are you going to take her out? So but every she, three hours to potty train her. Every two or three hours we're taking her out. First things first, she needs just one more round of shots she needs to get. So yeah. I have to take her to the vet on hopefully Saturday uh, and get those because she can't really like walk around outside until you give her shots. And then we're going to potty train her. So it's you take them outside every two or three hours and you take them outside for five minutes. And if they don't go within five minutes, you bring them back inside. You put them in the crate for 15 minutes and then – you take them back out downstairs for five more minutes until they learn that outside is where they go. Yeah. I'm reading books. I got multiple books. I plowed through one yesterday. I'm reading another one because I know like a lot of the people that I know 
who have trained dogs like growing up, like have been there when they, their family had a dog, like training back then was mostly based on like, no, don't do that. Or like grab the dog's face when they bite you or like mm. put the, I've heard people who are like, when the dog poops in your house, you lock them in a little crate with the poop and make them live with. And I'm like, that's that no. now training is completely different. Like all the books I've read are like, we used to do this completely wrong. And they would recommend that you not train your puppy until he's six months old because Otherwise, you'd be emotionally damaging your dog. And now they're like, start right away and start with positive reinforcement. Start with rewarding them for doing the right thing and ignoring them when they do the wrong thing. And so I'm like reading all these books so that I can just get all the bad information out of my head and get all this good information in. And then we're going to train this dog. (laughs) Yeah, you are. It's going to be so it's going to be so hard because we're just going to want to snuggle her so much. I mean, you can do both. Yeah. But you also got to be stern. Ashley's got a cacophony of sound happening. I know. I keep trying to mute it, but like, I also want to talk. So it's a little bit weird. Yeah. What if you close your door? Uh, yeah, I could do that. Hold on. You don't have to close. Do you want me to do that? Hang on. (laughs) There you go. There you go, Ash. I think she muted her microphone before she walked away from it. Yeah, who knows? She's figuring it out. Her bed looks nice. Yeah. Um, It's going to be so much fun to train a puppy. It's also, like, such a great different side of your brain than you normally use for work. Yeah. And so, like, that's going to be really cool, too, because, like, you're going to have all the work stuff. And then, like, to decompress, you can be like, I'm going to go hang out with this dog and, like, accomplish. It's sort of like... In a weird way, it's kind of like in a video game when you get like uh, stages of accomplishments. Yeah. And like you're like move on and you move and you level up. Like it's going to feel like that because you're going to be like, oh, now it knows to do this. So I'm going to try this next level thing for it to learn. It's going to be really yeah. cool. This book I'm reading had this crazy thing it said that makes perfect sense. But to me, I was like, what? Where they're like when a, when a puppy is training and it's like a brand new puppy. She's going to be nine or ten weeks old when she gets here. Uh, don't ever just give it a bowl of food for a meal. Give it that food throughout the day to train it. Like you're giving a, it's like a, they compared it to like giving a kid a microwaved TV dinner and just like shoving it in front of them and being like, whatever. It's like food Mm. is your one resource to reward this puppy. And you don't want your puppy to get fat. So you don't want them to eat a whole meal and then all day be giving them treats. So it's just like treat their kibble as like, the treats every time they like are sitting in the crate mm-hmm. and being quiet, you give them their kibble. Anytime you want them to get in the crate, you put the kibble, like some kibble in the crate and they go in that. Like it was, it's just like blew my mind of like, Oh, that makes perfect sense when you think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I love being yeah, rewarded with little bits of food. Hi, Austin. What's yeah, up, buddy. Austin? You fell down. Are oh, you no. okay? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Mommy. You all right, bud? Sorry. It's okay. Hey, Steve. He hey, Austin. You. They can't hear you. Can you wave? Hi, let me see your boo-boo. She said, let me see Tell your him boo-boo. to show me his boo-boo. Where is it? On your knee? <laughs> let me kiss it. Can I kiss it? No. Okay, no. well, he can't even hear me. It's pretty rude. <laughs> uh, what were we talking? Oh, Ash, you, were ta- ask- you had questions about puppy. Yeah, who um when she, when she wakes up really early, early in the morning. Yeah. Who is going to take her out? Well, uh so here's the thing that's crazy. Obviously, we're in a weird time right now. And so uh it's going to be one of those things that we just adjust and do that. Um like I don't know what's going to happen when we all get out of this weird quarantine world, but it's actually mm-hmm. kind of 
perfect that we're in it right now because like yeah. we're both here. Uh, one of us will wake up. It'll probably be me because the other one's not so good at waking up. Well, he's actually better than me at like waking up, but he's, uh, I don't know when we had the puppy for a day and we were trying to like make sure she, we weren't trying to just be like snuggling her and letting her run around and do stupid stuff because we're like, this might be our dog. Uh, I found he kept telling me like, don't let her do that. Don't let her do that. And I was like, yeah, I'm being stern with this dog and you're just snuggling her. So, like, you're doing a great job of pointing out when we need to be stern, but I need you to be stern, too, so yeah. it's not, like, just me, and then you're over here being like, tell her no. Oh, it's okay, honey, and then petting her. I was like, you also have to be a dick to the dog. Uh, granted, <laughs> what I just said was that we're learning that now, like, you don't have to be mean. You just have to be, you know, direct. Um, right. But, like, that just gave me the – it helped me readjust my brain to, like, oh, he's not going to – be as willing to he's do like a parent stuff. the dog right yeah i mean yeah. he's had a dog i've never had a dog he's had a dog um so i was hoping that he would run point <laughs> uh last night he goes you're running point on this i'm just here to help execute and i was like all right so it's my dog then well that's i think that's an important distinction you guys should make like when i got indy steve and i were only dating and it was like, we lived together, but we lived together with other roommates too. So it wasn't like we just had a place, but it was like, this is my dog. I am paying for this dog. Like we're going to raise him together. But like, if we break up, mm. this my, like the dog's coming with me. Like it's mm. under my name. I signed everything. I paid for it. And like, mm. but and it quickly reached a point where I realized like, oh, they are best friends. If we ever break up, I have to let him <laughs> Really? They That's just what I fear is so going to happen. Close. Yeah. That's why I've been saying to you this whole time. Like, this is essentially an engagement because you're both going to love this yes. dog so yes, much. Yes, Ashley has been repeatedly <laughs> at a time in my life where I went from dating a guy that I probably always knew I wanted to date, but we never dated. I was just, I started dating him in October and that was already an adjustment of like, whoa, I'm dating him. Uh, and then now here we are in, <laughs> What is it? March, what, April? April, and we live together. Like this is what I realized today when I was like, "Why am I so exhausted? Why do I feel so stressed?" It's like, oh, I moved in. My boyfriend moved in with me. We both know it's temporary, but we don't know how temporary, and we don't yeah. know when it's going to go back to normal. And once it does, we don't know what that means. Do we go back to not living together and seeing each other once or twice a week? We don't really know what's going on right now. That's a very stressful thing. So on top of that, we got a puppy, which whatever, it needed a home and I love her. But on top of that, my best friend is like, let me text him and let him know this is an engagement. And I was like, I don't think we have to use the E word. I don't think it's necessary. I think Guys, Katie refuses to give me his number. <laughs> she won't give me his phone number. <laughs> because I, I know that you'll just annoy him about wrestling, which he'll love. But when no. he's, you don't understand. You guys don't understand. And I wouldn't have if you said this to me before because I've dated guys who when they're on their phone, they really don't listen. When he's on his phone, nothing. He hears nothing. <laughs> and the majority of our relationship is watching garbage movies and making fun of them. So like somebody will do something and you'll make a joke. And I don't know if you know this, but I thrive and live off of laughter. So if he what? checks yeah. his phone when we're watching Strange. a movie... If he's checking his phone and I make a joke that I think is so funny and it's just silent, I just get like, oh, 
<laughs> I get so sad. And then he's like, no, I heard you. And then because oh, that's even worse. Every, you know, everybody, ha- no, it's everybody has this where like, if they don't hear you because they're not listening, but they hear the words, you have that little pocket of recall in your brain where you can say the words they just said back to them. Have you noticed this? Where if you're like not listening to someone, but you hear them. Yeah. And so then you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I heard you. You said that guy had big feet. And it's like, yeah, you just repeated deadpan back to me. The joke that I made that now you're not laughing at and you took all the fun. You know, now I just feel stupid. So anyway, <laughs> long story short, I cannot give you his number because you'll just text him about wrestling and then it'll add another person to the already long list of people that steal his attention away from me. And then I'm just like, what? Laugh at me. <laughs> Things are going great. Oh, boy. Everybody's fine is- and happy. Yeah. What? Is everybody what? fine and happy? No. I was going to say, mental health check. How's everybody doing today? Uh, I'm okay. How's Virginia, think- Jay? How's that experience been? Do they have this, a barber shop is- there? No. <laughs> Jay doesn't go see. to a barber shop. <laughs> As you can see, Jay goes to a salon. So Jay goes to a salon. A salon. Um, which just, I, uh, means, just means room in French. It does. Uh, this place has really been fantastic. It's like, thank goodness that I'm here because the rest of everything is so difficult. And so like the fact that it's a nice place and I can like have some space and some outside time has been really nice because yeah, I miss that like, so much. So yeah, much. the outside time has really, because the outside time in the city was like so much anxiety that it wasn't worth it. Like yeah. if I wanted to go running when I was in Brooklyn still, like so many people just don't care about the, all of the things that they should be doing. So they're like gallivanting down the street and like you're in the middle of the sidewalk and you're like, pick a side buddy. Like mm. you shouldn't. And it was just like having to zigzag around them and whatever. It just got so hard. Um, and going to the grocery store was terrifying. And here it's been, it's just bigger. There's just more space. So that's been really nice. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's been really tough. Ash, how you doing? Yeah. Um, eh, so, so like we, I texted with you a couple of days ago, Katie, that I had a conversation with my sister who's an ER doctor and she was kind of like, Hey, you need to be more careful going to the grocery store. Not you, me, but like you, everybody, um, here are some extra steps you should take, which, you know what? I'm just going to throw them out while we're at it. Like wear we're doing hat. them just so you yeah. know, we're doing them. Good mask and gloves every time you go. And then when you come back, immediately take off your shoes, like have one pair of outside shoes, immediately take off your shoes and your clothes, put your clothes in the wash, get right in the shower. Um, and she's like, by the way, those are for Steve. You're not allowed to leave the house anymore. Like period. And I was like, Oh, I mean, I get it's it. Yes. I get it. It makes sense. And I'm doing it. It's just like, even those go outside for like walk to CVS was like a chance to like, have a moment alone, listen to a podcast, do something. And now it's like mm-hmm. knowing that's even gone is kind of like meh. Um, and also realized that our lease is almost up and oh we have to God. give written notice on what we're planning to do next week. Like we have to give 60 oh days God. notice if we're not renewing Jesus our rent. Jesus Christ, that's horrible. What? And when we got this deal in this apartment, it was like, in a steal because we like 
got two free months of rent and like a super low rate. And so the rent prices are like jacking up if we renew. So it's just like, oh, we have to figure out our lives. And if we're going to like buy a house and move to the sub, like what? Is there, is there any way you can ask for an extension on that given the situation? Yeah. I think, I, I think what we're going to do is ask for like a three month, not necessarily extension, but like a a three month lease. Yeah. Yeah. Um, without an increase in rent. Yeah, like, like, can we just be month to month until this is over? Yeah. Like, if the, the problem is the month to month rent price is like exorbitantly high. But I mean, the month to month, uh, yeah, I just mean, if like, they keep, don't jack it up, keep, I extend hope so. your lease a little, just extend the lease until this is over, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Hopefully that works out. Yeah. That they should absolutely that do that. They're, they're like, a, you, it's like a company, right? It's not like a dude. Yeah. 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 They should be, they should do that. There should be enough, you know, societal, I, I feel mean, like, hope, but. Yeah, I hope so too. I feel like with the companies, they're usually like worse than if it's like a human being. I know, but you would think in this situation, yeah, but in this situation, you're seeing a lot of human beings who are like, I need your rent as my income. Like I'm also in a bad spot. Whereas the company should be able to like socially the pressure for them to not be dicks because they don't want the bad PR. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping that like, if we're, we're not saying. I mean, you're still paying them. You're not not the exact paying. same, right? Yeah, yeah right. that's what. That's also, what I mean, maybe just in your late night Google, just toss in a search for squatters' rights. We just find out maybe what those are in New Jersey, just to see. <laughs> <laughs> just to see. Didn't aren't evictions like currently outlawed? Can't you not get evicted? Right Certain now? cities and states, I think, but not across uh, the I think nation. It's tough. I think L.A. Especially, definitely. I, think New- I know L.A. did something. Yeah, L.A. You can't. That's the shitty thing. This is the, this is the little asterisk on living in New Jersey and working in New York. One of the little asterisks is they don't tell you about taxes. Nobody reminds you that you got to pay both taxes and you can get one refunded, but that you, like that I didn't know when I was shit. The other thing they don't tell you is that like, it's with your health insurance when you are in New York a lot, but your health insurance is New Jersey health insurance. A lot of those doctors are quote unquote out of network. And then the other issue is this one which is like all the New York City stuff that's applying to New York City because of the outbreak in New York City doesn't necessarily, it affects our work, but it doesn't really apply or help us at home. So like if New York City's doing a rent freeze, that does not affect us, even though Hobo, you could argue, (laughs) I know, but if they were, if anything (laughs) happens in New York City in regards to rent, you could argue Hoboken's like a suburb of New York, but because it's New Jersey, it's completely separate. Yeah. So So we'll see. Yeah. This sounds really fun. Yeah. It's a good time for everybody, I think. How are you doing, K-Beth? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. I, I keep trying to remember, and I think a lot of people are doing this, like remember how good your situation is as opposed to other people's situations. But it is also like a, a it allowing yourself to be like, no, this parts of this suck. Yeah. They don't suck mm. as bad as they suck for somebody else. Obviously, like – Financially, my boyfriend and I are okay. Like, we don't have to work. But, like, mentally, uh, for him especially, like, his job is about, like, going out and being in crowds and, like, touring a country that is not allowing people to do that. So he's dealing with the mental, like, hurdle of what is my job when this is over? Like, what is is my is the nature of my industry going Jeez. to change? And I think we're kind of doing the same thing of, like, there's no sports right now. Yeah. And like, yeah. as there's also no light at the end of the tunnel of when this is going to be over. And so it's like trying to figure out how long until a company goes, we can't keep this around anymore and just gets rid of it. Um, 
So it's very stressful. And it like puts an added stress on like everything you make better prove your worth when you're like, right. yeah, but I'm already stressed. It's already harder to make it than it was before. And now we have to make it better than it was before. And it's like, if I, I keep thinking about if I didn't do this for a living, I would look at people who do and be like, I have eight good ideas. Why don't you just do any of these? But weirdly, yep. it's like trying to clear out all of the noise and be like, be creative is so, I don't know if it's just like a me thing or if other people are experiencing it or like if it's universal, but trying to be creative at a time when your brain goes, you, this needs to be the best thing you've ever made. That's not a good creative environment or like get on a conference call and have a collaborative environment when there's a delay or when somebody has like a, a person pop in the frame. Like it's very difficult to do what Someone. we do. <laughs> no, I wasn't even thinking about you. And as I said, it, I'm like, don't make her feel yeah. bad about having yeah. a child, but it's just like, these little things that yeah. wouldn't happen at work. Like Austin, I would love him to come to our meetings, but like he comes to them here and it's like, now we're all talking about Austin and we lose it. It's just yeah. a very weird, hard thing to do. That's the hardest thing about it is how easy it sounds. Like I don't have yeah. to. And then you think about the people who have to go to work that are mm -hmm. like, shut up guys. I have to go to work. I'm risking my life every day. And then you think about the fact that your boyfriend is a hypochondriac and that factors into things and a little bit of talking off the ledges all the time. And like, it, there's just a lot going on and it's yeah. a lot to juggle. And like I said, I'm, I'm now, I like live with my boyfriend, which is a step we were not going to take anytime soon and we're handling it very well, but it's just this, our lives have all changed in a way that we don't understand. And at this point, my main source of anxiety I shouldn't even share it because it might be a thing nobody else has thought of yet. And I don't want to give people more stuff to freak out about. I just don't want us to end this quarantine with a situation in which the people in charge tell us time to go back, but we don't feel safe going back. Yeah, yeah. totally. And then it becomes a decision. Do you go to work and risk it? The same decision that like essential workers are making right now. Do you make a call for yourself and decide you're not going to do it and potentially lose your job? Or do you go back because everybody's going back and then we see this thing spike back up again and we have a second wave and it's worse. Yeah. Like it's just, a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of like a trust thing. You have to trust the people who are in charge and it's a very scary, I just don't know. All of that's freaking me out. Yeah. There's a yeah. I woke up at three 30 this morning um, and was just like thinking of, like I had this uh, nightmare of like Austin coming into the room, like with a mask on and was yeah. just like, like if, cause I probably, cause I read this thread about this woman ex describing her symptoms and her husband's. And like a lot of what I've heard is the fatigue is so bad that you can't get out of bed for like more than five minutes, even in like mild cases. I'm like, who would take, and I, my head started spiraling. Like who would take care of my kid? Where would he go? Cause you can't give a child that has been, like around exposed right. to people with COVID like to someone. Else. And it just was like, Oh my, I don't know, but you don't want to get that far ahead. But you're like, there's, if you right. let, I think the, the thing I'm trying to say is like, if you let yourself start to actually think about stuff, you can oh, go down God, so many different down. roads that it's are like, stop, 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 stop. It's like, it's stop. so bad. Let's yeah. get it. So bad. Bad. Have to stop. This is a fun exercise I've started trying to do. I know people do on a daily basis in regular times, not just end times like these, but like what are some things we're grateful for? Like I am mm. grateful for, it is not easy for me to fall asleep. I've always had a hard time falling asleep. 
Once I'm asleep, though, for the night, I pretty much sleep through it. And I know a lot of people are waking up every night at the same time or they're waking up in the middle of the night and having panic attacks. Like I'm having that before I fall asleep, but I'm grateful that once I'm asleep, I stay sleeping. That's one thing I'm grateful for. Yeah. I'm grateful that Austin has started to learn the words to I'll make a man out of you. Um, and, and we'll just kind of sing it on his own, but that he's also changes, changes the words a bunch. So instead of like, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. We'll be like, let's get down to party to defeat yeah. the poops. Like yeah. just, there's lots of iterations. What a remix. Like let's get down to the ocean to defeat the sharks. A lot of them don't Ooh. make sense. No, um, that one I nice. love though. But they're really, they're really highly entertaining. Uh, yeah. I gotta say, I'm really grateful for Tuesdays. Like the fact that we get to get together and do this podcast and like see each other on Zoom and like spend a couple of hours and work. Oh, like, don't do that. <laughs> and like, it's like the closest to what it used to be like when we were in the world and at work and having fun and we get to have fun and, you know, yeah, I have never two put, hours. I've never put nice. less, I've never put less thought into how good the pod is for the people listening to it because at this point I'm like, I don't, it's, we need this. Well, yeah, we're going to talk. And if you don't want to listen, much. that's okay. But we really, I need to chat. We need to chat with somebody. Somebody who's listening, whose job it is to listen right now. And not to look at their phone. Um, yeah, sure. I'm also, I'm super, I'm grateful for uh, my, I know I told you guys, I never gave you an update. My friend Hannah was pregnant with a complicated pregnancy and she was in the hospital. And while she was there, like she was there when it started. And then she like, I mean, she got front lines view of all of the evolution of this thing taking over New York City. Uh, they got to a point where she, well, she had her baby. I think I said that. Her name's Carmela. Mm -hmm. She's adorable. She's so and cute. And then, but then they made my friend Hannah, they made her leave the hospital because they needed her bed for right. COVID patients. And so she was recovering from surgery from like a traumatic pregnancy. And she was home and having to travel to... Well, when she was still there, they moved, they turned the NICU, the natal intensive care unit into, or neonatal, whatever, into, um, into a COVID ward. And they moved right. the NICU to like a completely different wing of the hospital. So when she was still there, like right after the pregnancy, her husband wasn't allowed to come visit and she would have to get a nurse who was very busy to take her to the NICU so that she could feed and bond with her child. And then she would have to go back to the room. And then they eventually kicked her out and she was having to go back twice a day to try it in these really weird windows to like nurse her baby and then oh go God. back home. Meanwhile, her like scars are still like, she's still healing. It takes and like so, eight weeks to heal from a C-section. Yeah. Least. It's nuts. It was like, she, there was like times where she called me and she was like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want any more hard things. I literally physically cannot do another hard thing. Um, yeah. So the thing I'm grateful for, Carmela is home. Their family is reunited. Everybody is together. Things are obviously still difficult and challenging, and there's more challenges on the horizon. But I'm very grateful. I can't. The, every time I think about the hospital staff, I just get really choked up. I'm like, this is an impossibility for them. An yeah. impossibility. They're having to be like, hey, I know you had a baby, lady, but the news isn't talking about ladies having babies every day. They're talking about this other thing, and we are the epicenter of it, and we have to fix it. So, like, there's they just have to like they can't have sympathy. Which is like what nurses are so good. I don't know. The whole thing just bums me out. But I'm very grateful that the staff took great care of her, that she's home, she's healthy, she has a healthy baby. A very cute Hel baby. That's great. 
That's oh my so god, great. she! I'm gonna call her Carmelita, and I don't care what she <laughs> says. She's so cute. Her uh, her her big brother, who just turned two, like the day she got the baby home, was her son's birthday. And then you know, Ashley, the mom guilt of like this kid deserves a birthday, and I'm like, right. just pretend, just celebrate it like a week later. He won't know. Um, <laughs> But she, uh, he calls her Karma. He's like Karma, and does, oh, it's the that's so oh my cute. God. It's so, and she'll send it's me little adorable. videos, and I'm like, oh god, there's still happiness in the world. That's so cute. I'm also that, grateful yeah. for for Oreos. Ooh, mm. pretty grateful for Oreos. I'm grateful that food delivery is still happening uh, where I am, at least mm. because I don't have to cook. And I can oh, you're not cooking at all. I was actually wondering how that went. So the problem is every time I cook, I just make uh, my comfort food, my go-to everything's okay comfort food. So it's just macaroni with butter and cheese. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. if I we don't lose our jobs for other reasons, <laughs> I was going to say, if we don't lose our jobs for other reasons, I might lose my job from how much I'm eating just they straight carbs and butter. legally fire you for getting fat. Oh, they'll find a different reason. <laughs> but it, we will all know deep down it's because uh, the men who run a network are no longer interested in looking at my face. Um, I made I four dozen say, cookies this weekend. That sounds great. Oh, I have break I, and bake. I should make some of those. I, um, so I made I, them from, oh, hold on, Jay. I'm sorry. I need to talk I'm about sorry. this a little sorry, bit. Go so, ahead. It's, just, it's sorry, like, sorry, go please ahead. stop. I'm still going. <laughs> tell, me about, tell me about the cookies. Uh, they were just, you know, those cookies that are called like everything but the kitchen sink. And it's just like, yes, like oh, you just yeah. dump yes. it in. And like, yeah. it called for oatmeal and I didn't, or like oats and I didn't have any oats. So I was like ripping open Austin's packets Ooh. of like instant oatmeal and like taking out the little like dinosaur eggs and like putting that in. I had like one stick of margarine, one stick of butter. I had M&Ms from like three different seasons that I just had like laying around This the is house. exactly what the cookie is made for. It's like, it's, take everything you got. You guys, they turned out so good. <laughs> I, I was like, I can't even remember what's in here, honestly. They're so delicious. That's perfect. That I was great. literally picking M&Ms out of like trail mix. <laughs> like it was such a mess. That's amazing. They're great. That's really fun. Okay, though. Jay. Sorry. You can go ahead. Oh, I was going to just say like having, getting to cook has actually been like a great way to take my mind off of things because mm. it's such a manual situation versus like everything else that I do is in my head all the time, especially with like bad anxiety. So then it's like. If, if there's a recipe to follow, it's just like so much comfort yeah. that I can just be that's like, like, that's like, okay, the dog step stuff two is done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's been really nice and getting to be with a couple of friends and like having people to cook for so you can like make something that's for more than one person is also like, oh, I'm going to try this weird thing I see in this cookbook and it turns out pretty good. And you're like, this is great. And that's been really nice. Yeah. That's like making to-do lists yesterday of like. This is my, this note card. You guys know I always just write on note cards. Like this note card is like training hints. This note card is like things we have to get at the store. And just being able to make these lists and be like, I'm doing something. Something is getting done. Progress is being Mm -hmm. made on this thing. Uh, I'm very grateful for that. I've also been cleaning, which you know I don't want to do. But now I have to do because I don't want poop on my clothes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Did I tell you on the podcast the story of Myrtle's poop? No, I don't think I did. Um, no. She so she's a she's a puppy. We had her for two days, but separate, like two Saturdays, and we got her for like a window of time. And so Kelly uh, has a backyard, but I do not. And so the dogs, when they're there, she can let them out or whatever. But when uh, Myrtle was coming here, she would give us little pee pads, and the pee pads are scented in a way that a dog is supposed to want to go to it to pee. Um, 
And she was really good about it. The first day she peed and pooped on the, on the pee pad. She was great. The second day we had her, the second Saturday, this past Saturday, she was a puppy in the purest sense of the word. She was biting. She was like restless. She was, she pooped. Okay. She, uh, she farted. <laughs> she is a tiny, tiny dog. She farted. And, uh, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, uh, farts a lot, but weirdly, unscented they're like comically loud smell like nothing it's the perfect situation that's how you know way more information that's how you know you can stay together i know that's how you know you can stay together the perfect because they're hilarious and don't bother me i was sitting on the couch and i just went oh my god it was this like over it was like an indie fart ashley yeah i'm familiar with puppy farts it was a but it was a fart that had years on it it was wise beyond its years and I was like, that is awful. So then she uh, she pees on the pee pad. Amazing. We're grabbing a treat to give to her. And she starts to poop. And she poops on the pee pad. And we're like, amazing. So we go to give her a treat. Uh, he's going to get her the treat. And I'm just being like, good job, Myrtle. Good job, Myrtle. And she looks at me next to the pee pad, crouches down, and starts to poop again. And I'm like, no, no, bad job, Myrtle. Bad job, Myrtle. <sighs> then the smell hits as my boyfriend's coming over to give her the treat. We both at the same time went, like, are gagging. He's like, okay, I, here's the treat. Hands me the treat, which at this point, now that I've read the books, I know it's too late to give the dog a treat because now you're rewarding them for pooping, not on the pee pad. But I didn't know that then. So he's like, you take the treat. I'll clean up the poop. And I had already started with a paper towel trying to wipe up the poop. And he tries to grab the paper towel, his hands covered in dog poop. And he's like, just like, we're both like gagging. Like we're about to start puking. And he's like, it's on my thumb. So I was like, ah. And like Myrtle's just looking at us like, what are we doing, guy? We were freaking. It was the smelliest Huh. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life, Katie Nolan. It was. <laughs> but then you look at her little face and she's so cute and you're like, how did that come out of you? Yeah. That yeah. was a monstrous dump you just took. Not yeah. on the carpet, so shout out Myrtle, but. Wait till yeah. she has diarrhea inside. Ooh, All right, boy. well. Oh, yeah. That's, that's no what I'm saying. So that's hard to clean not going to happen. It's not going to happen because we're going to train her well. My main concern right now, my main concern right now, is that we're we're five floors up and all the books I'm reading are written as if I have a backyard where they're like, if she starts to pee, interrupt her peeing, pick her up and run her outside. And I'm like, run her outside. Yeah. She's going to be peeing all the way down the stairs. What yeah. he, um, well, if you pick her up, sometimes they'll stop, but sometimes they won't. Sometimes they so won't. That's, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> that's a fun game. One of the best, uh, one of the best things we did was get, uh, like wind chime essentially for the door out to our Smart. backyard so that like Indy would go over to it and hit it with his paw and it would make a noise. So even if we didn't see him by the door, we could like hear it and then like yeah. take him outside. So he's like, Hey, I want to go out. Hey, I want to go out. It's like ringing a bell for us. And so That's if you're smart. in your bedroom, like it is you, until you can, the dog like, learns that that they just you can use out. that to go outside. And then they are he just like, want to go outside that, all the time. It's actually pretty great. Oh, when I had a dog, she was like, we tried the chime thing and it was just like, she would just, once she, she learned that, she was like, privilege. oh, I'm just going to hit that chime and then I can go outside. And then I'd be like, okay, we're outside. And the dog would be like, cool. Let's not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's going to wow. be fun. It's going to be fun. She'll get used to the elevator and like, know that like, you have to wait till you get outside the doors. Yep. It's just going to take a Eventually. little bit of time. 
Speaking of poop and updates, uh, how's I, Austin doing? I can't believe that we made that bet when we did. I don't think he's had a poop in the potty since that bet was over. Not a single one. Like, Here's the thing. He knows the value of a good over-under, and he was playing to win. It's unbelievable. I'm going to just say, look, I'm not saying, I've heard people say, feels rigged to me. It fe- I I'm not saying like, it. Honestly, feels rigged who said that? Who did, who, what I don't people know, are people saying said that? it. Don't worry about it, Jay. Really? People are saying it. Are you on the subreddit again? I heard you were off that. Maybe we should. I don't <laughs> it. I missed it. <laughs> Wait, what are you guys talking about? The subreddit. I said, is she on the Reddit oh, again? Oh, shoot. I haven't checked it in a while. Um, the other day, this was a really fun one. Uh, so he has like a little, a little potty that's like on the floor. Um, mm. that you can like dump out into the actual potty. Gross. I don't need that. Uh, he, <laughs> He was like, potty time. And he like runs to the bathroom. Usually that means he's already pooped and he just like starts to sit. But it was like kind of a a messy one. So he can like pull down his pants and pull down his pull-ups. He had already done that. And he like goes to sit in in his potty and misses. So he plops (laughs) on the floor, his butt with his legs covered it's all over the floor it's now in his hands he stands up try to like put get back on the potty it's just it's looks like a murder scene i'm so sorry i'm laughing a murder scene (laughs) if blood was poop yes because what kind of murder scene is covered in poop my sanity my sanity was murdered and the whole time i'm like it's okay it's okay but stop moving stop moving stop don't put your hands oh my god he likes to bend forward to like see if it's working and his face is like right by his like oh diaper, like lean backwards it was oh my goodness it was uh it was <sighs> actually a it's mess. actually a ve- what also we learned is it's a very good uh way to realize how much stuff you're touching that you don't notice you're touching when you have poop on your hands oh my god yeah that's oh when you're like god. oh all those times i thought i was doing a good job and didn't need to wash my hands uh now that i've got poop on my hands i'm seeing i'm touching a lot of stuff I felt like I yeah. smelled like poop for hours afterwards. Oh my god, we I had to take the trash out immediately. I was like, this whole house smells like it's, poop. We lit three whole, candles. It was so contaminated. Oh my god. Oh, so much poop. It was so much poop. Gosh, I'm just gonna be able to talk to you about poop all the time. I'm so excited about it. Me too. Oh, you're boy, gonna be able sure to like commiserate. Wait. I sure can't wait. Oh man, that's so funny. It just exhausted me. Um, <laughs> you know, there is some sports <laughs> stuff that's happening. I feel like maybe we do an ad read. Feels about oh, like that time. Shoot. Yeah, I probably should have done that way long ago, huh? That's the end of the regular host chat. Before we get into more host <laughs> chat, uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by Ritual. So, Ashley, what do you? How do you want me to do it? I was thinking, since a lot of us are spending um, significant time trying to FaceTime our parents, you could tell us about Ritual as if you were a oh parent trying to figure out oh my FaceTime. God. Okay, so uh, before we do this, quick backstory. I FaceTimed with my parents and my brother and his fiance. Uh, sorry, wife. wife? Uh, the other night, <laughs> and uh, so it was the it was all of us on one FaceTime. And my parents uh, could not figure out how to get the. It was just I'm like, how are you this stereotypically like useless with technology? But then they discovered that you could put a little emoji on FaceTime and it will stick. So like, if you move, so my dad like put a <sighs> guitar on himself. <laughs> and was like trying to play it. It was uh and they the but it was terrible. But they were laughing so hard that it was actually just That's really cute. nice. But I was like, oh That's my cute. god, they're really enjoying this simple, simple technology. Aww. But so that's that's my source material for ritual. 
which by the way, I've uh, been taking. How's it going? I take a vitamin now. Wow. Tell us about it. Tell us about it in the ad read. Uh, That's what I was planning to do. Great. Uh, Great. Hey, Kate, how you doing? Can you hear us? We all want to, we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. Can you see mom? Is she in the frame? Do I need to, (laughs) let me move this. Let me just, what if I rotate it this way? No, you're yelling. No, don't do that. Okay. Uh, so even if we're if trying really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. Katie, you're not saying anything. Did you hear what I said about the nutrients? Okay. No, I just, you didn't say anything. No, sorry. You go. Okay. Uh, enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. You're a woman. How's that going? Uh, Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food. Honey, you're sitting too... I don't think you have to sit that close to me. <laughs> well, Katie said that if we flip the camera this way, that it should be fine. I think they can see us both. We can't see either of you. Okay, well, what if I, what if I move it? What are, what are you seeing? You're seeing it too. It's right there on your screen. That's the thing about FaceTime. It's like, you can see what we see. I don't know. I don't think that's true. Rituals Essentials uh, have the the nutrients most of us don't get enough from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients that you need to support a a strong foundation for your health. Are you going to the doctor, Kate? No, Mom, I can't go to the doctor. I'm not supposed to go to the doctor. Yeah, well, you should use telehealth. Yeah, mom, that's what I'll do. I'll use telehealth. That's the thing that you can clearly see how easy that is. Well, all I'm saying, Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagined. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's Essential for Women helps fill gaps in a women's diet. The no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most Omega-3s. Hi, Katie Nolan here, checking in to let you know that's true. They're very minty. Ooh. It's, mm. it's like It's like... Very, very minty, which is very nice. And they're, you know, mm. you don't burp up fish, I guess, which is, I guess, Gross. the thing that is happening to pe- I know. Have you ever taken, like, okay. a fish oil without it? It's disgusting. No. I can't imagine why anybody would do that. Well, because fish oil, omega-3s are really good for you, yeah. Yeah, just it's make before it they were, better. Well, that's what Ritual did. Good I'm job, saying, Ritual. it's like, why is Ritual the first person to do that? Uh, Ritual is traceable and transparent. <laughs> do you see this guitar? Do you see the guitar that I have? Isn't that funny? Look at me. I'm in a band for obsessive label readers. All of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. It's a clear little pill. I'd get it, but it's in the other room. It's too difficult. Uh, Ritual's delivered. They deliver it to you, which, guess what? Pretty helpful right now, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Uh, a subscription is easy to start and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. You hear that? A dollar a day. I've stopped doing the bit. I'm just going to get through the ad read. <laughs> very long read. Uh, better health doesn't happen overnight. Right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. That's 10% off your first three months, which will we be out of here by then? Who's to say? Uh, fill in the gaps in your diet, which are certainly growing much oh larger gosh. in this weird situation where I realized the other day I haven't had a vegetable in two weeks. Not on purpose, just by accident. So fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash Nolan to start your ritual today. 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Nolan. All right, Dad, hit end call, and it'll just (laughs) hit the button at the bottom. 
my brother nice. left that call because he had to go do something. Julie had to like practice something for work the next day. He's like, all right, I'm going to hop off, but you guys stay on. And I shot him a look that was like, why'd you do that? Yeah. Why don't you just end the call for all? He's like, you stay, you stay. I'm like, no, I also have to go. I have to do literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but WrestleMania was on. I felt bad because, you know, my boyfriend wanted to watch WrestleMania. Did you watch all of Mania? I missed parts of it. Yeah, we watched all of it, but like FaceTimed with my parents for a good chunk of it. And Ooh, I turned to him at okay. one point. I'm like, I'm like, do you want us to stop? Do you want me to go in the other room? And he's like, no, this is great. And I'm like, oh, that's a good boyfriend answer. It is. Good, good for him. Boyfriend answer. So can you tell me what the hell happened at WrestleMania? No, is the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, trying to describe it? I can't understand. Like every article I've read about WrestleMania is like, then this guy did a thing. I'm like, who won? They're like, well, can't tell you that information, but this guy was there too. I'm like, cool. What happened? So, uh, so it was two nights. Uh, okay. Pre-recorded about a week ago. Most of it was made to feel live to tape. Yeah. So most of it looked like a ring, like looked like regular wrestling. There just were, there was no audience, which was weird in and of itself. Yep. Because you're not supposed to be able to hear everything they say to each other during a match and you could hear it perfectly yeah Um, Mm. you could hear just how repetitive what they say to each other is you could hear just how like it's a weird comparison to make but if you've ever like not really a talker during sex and you try to start and you're like i don't words aren't coming to me properly (laughs) Uh, it's one of those things where you just felt like they're trying to fill it with words and you're like you could just not say anything Um, (laughs) so like that was already That was already really weird. Uh, and I don't know, Ashley, you're oh. the bigger wrestling fan. I'm new here. Like, that part, I was like, stop talking. Well, it was like, it was a whole, it was a whole element that I wasn't used to. I think your comparison was spot on. But like, normally you'll catch a little bit of like, yeah, I told you this. You're like, you can't come at me. But like, you catch it just a little bit. You can see their yeah, mouths like moving. It's like a little treat. Yeah. Cause if like, if you're actually, if it was real, and they were like fighting, you would be like talking smack to people while you were like fighting them. But like, this was like, oh, this is, this is, I'm not used to exactly like you said, I'm not smack, used to yeah, all this. Smack talk is not supposed to be a conversation. Nobody should ever have a, a, sustain an entire conversation during a fight. It should just be like little things and then the fight happens. But, but there would have been weirdly quiet. Yeah, it would have, it was already weirdly quiet. I think the like, some people who were good at it, like Seth Rollins, like I thought made it more interesting. Like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are both like good on the mic. So that match was like entertaining hearing them talk to each other. But other times you're just like, Oh, no, thank you. Hard pass. It was weird. Stop it. It was weird. It's also weird because, and again, you know, I'm new here, but one of my, the thing that's interesting to me about pro wrestling is like, it's all engineered with the audience in mind. Like I would say Mm. more than any other sport, the audience actually matters because like when you hear them go crazy for somebody or if somebody makes a heel turn within a match or like somebody goes from being the good guy to the bad guy, like you hear it in the crowd, like they go from cheering for this guy to then like booing him and it changes the dynamic and you kind of, it gives more context to the story without the audience. You're just like, so now what's happening? And like having an encyclopedic uh, pro wrestling person with me for it helped but also then he would pause it and tell me the backstory of like every match that's ever happened. And it was like, you don't have to do. I don't need all that. Yeah. Just give Mm. me just the, just give me the cliff notes for you. Um, but like it it was no audience for wrestling. It's just like, it's almost impossible to do it. AEW. I watched one AEW thing 
when I think when this all first started and I like the way they did it, but they, it was different. They like had to, they put you, they clearly put thought into it. Whereas I think WWE felt like, yeah, there just won't be any fans except for these two matches Oh, that were pre-taped, but pre-taped in a way that didn't try to hide that they were pre-taped. They were cinematic masterpieces. What do we say? Mm. Um, so it was two nights. I already say WrestleMania was hold two on. nights this year. And yeah. wait, hold on. What was that? What? Jay, did you hear her voice get what really like deep? Like it looked, sounded like somebody turned a knob and you were all of a sudden you were talking like this and then it came back to normal. Really? You didn't I hear know. that? I, I think that might have just. It's weird no, because I was just talking like the really people who are recording our Zoom chat. That was so, was it sounded really like, high-pitched. it sounded like someone was like slowing you down and then you came back up. <laughs> Nobody else. Okay. Maybe it's my headphones. It was really weird. I was like waiting for, I'm waiting for the lights to turn off and like Undertaker to show up and this to all be okay for us. He's like, don't talk smack about <laughs> WrestleMania. Um, so it was two, it was two, tell me if it happens again. I, I will. Guess. Just look at my face. Weird. It was like, uh, so it was two nights and on the first night, the pre-recorded cinematic production thing was a boneyard match, mm-hmm. uh, between, um, What's his face and what's his face? AJ Styles and, and AJ Styles. Uh, okay. The internet loved it. I will say. Yeah. Can I? I hated it. Go can ahead, I Jay. say something embarrassing? Um, you watched it. Please so I saw it. all these tweets. No, I didn't watch it. I <sighs> saw all these tweets about the boneyard, and the first one that I saw was like, "What happens in the boneyard stays in the boneyard," or something. Terrible tweet. And my immediate thought was like, "Oh, there must be some new like sexy dating app called Boneyard." Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I thought you were going to say what... that you thought about the news story I saw yesterday, where they were like, "We're going to start burying people in Central Park or something." Like I thought, no, that's a I contingency mean, no. plan. Uh, I was like, I saw Boneyard. I was like, oh, that must be like some new sexy version of Tinder. And, and so what uh, you're saying is you tried to get on Boneyard. <laughs> you know, I, tr- I no, looked in the app store, I just, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, where is Boneyard? I tried all <laughs> no, the then I read. Stuff. then I read two more tweets about it. I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Well, I still don't get it. Here's the thing. I still don't get it. It was okay. so – it was like an action movie fight sequence. For a whole movie. In, in all the bad ways. Um, was there music? Several yeah, different cuts. It. They scored it, and it was it made it so much worse. Uh, <laughs> and I will say, my uh, I my boyfriend also didn't like it. So like, I was worried because I'm like, I hated that. And then I looked at the internet, and they loved it. And he was like, uh, No, I also hated it. So I was like, Okay, at least that's fair. Uh, very annoying of AJ Styles, who's got this long, fluffy hair. He always does this like flip. He like hair flips mm-hmm. and it just felt extra rude given everybody's current situation in which we all need a goddamn haircut uh, mm. for him to just be out. I don't know. Like, I, can't, oh, I can't speak to that, oh. but I hear what yeah, you're saying. Sure. I th- just grab uh-huh. a pair of scissors and go at it. Nope. And so AJ Styles died is how that ended. He died? Yeah, it ended with yeah. the murder. He buried him alive in a grave. His hand was still sticking out. Uh, with, is with that a thing that happens in wrestling? Like people die? No. Well, I mean, it's not confirmed. He's probably going to live. They both did kind of have cliff cliffhanger endings. Yeah. Like, is AJ Styles okay. dead is a question that I have. Is John Cena retired is the second question that I have. Mm. John Cena could also be dead. He was like choked to death by a sock puppet. So so the ne- so let's get there. So the second <laughs> night, the cinematic masterpiece was a Firefly Funhouse. 
between Bray Wyatt, aka and, the Fiend, uh, aka the Fiend, and John Cena. Now, Ashley, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've absorbed from my encyclopedia, yeah, was that Bray Wyatt was somebody who like should have gone over a long time ago and they kind of just kept fumbling with his character Mm -hmm. like he had this character that would like come out with a lantern and it was like this really cool thing and people loved that character but it never like panned out for him then he never popped and so then like he now is this fiend character but like i guess at one point there was a john cena bray wyatt match and cena was supposed to everybody wanted it to end with because john cena everybody loved everybody hated but like kids liked, but nobody ever really liked John Cena as like the the guy. So they wanted John Cena to basically put Bray Wyatt over by letting, you know, Bray should have won the match back then, but he didn't. And so this time, all these years later, Bray Wyatt starts by being like, you're going to face your toughest opponent, which is yourself. And then they go through all these like iterations of John Cena's personality and all the like evolution of his character like when he was like the rap guy and then they uh, so painful um and like ruthless aggression or whatever like all these John Cena things but he wasn't really fighting Bray Wyatt there was no actual like wrestling really no. then they did this then they did an NWO thing and they did the two sweet i had to hear the history of the two sweet too sweet I'm familiar with i remember um, that oh man and uh i know all about X-Pac. it at this point but so then uh at the end and Ashley and I were texting during it, and I said, this feels like, to me, this is going to end with him retiring. Because if you fight yourself, and then you end up being like, oh, all of this was stupid, I should just walk away from wrestling. Uh, my boyfriend pointed out that it would be uh, tough to, you wouldn't want to retire without an audience. Like, you'd want the, like, people being like, oh my god. Oh, was it you? It was. It's fine. I think I'm essentially your, I'm your work boyfriend, so. I think independently, at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was suggested to me, which then made me feel like I'm a dummy because both of my people were mentioning it. But uh, that match, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, It ended with him getting a sock puppet shoved down his throat. Yeah. But uh, no, but didn't the fiend like choke him out from behind? No, when you say sock puppet. I'll find a screen grab for you, Jay. (laughs) This is, this is the like, the extent of my wrestling information ended at too sweet. So when I hear sock puppet, I think of didn't mankind have a sock puppet on his hand that he would like carry around. Are you thinking of, uh, I don't know about mankind. That was before I watched, but there was, gosh, what's his name? The great San. God, it's going to kill me. San Santino. He had a sock puppet. Santino had a sock puppet. Wow. That's, thank you, Katie. That's incredible. Osmosis. Osmosis. He hasn't wrestled in a long time. He like came out for like rumble so or something. So where did this sock puppet come from? Uh, well, so the fun house is kind of like a Pee Wee's Playhouse type of a, got deal. It. like a, like a dark kind of creepy and ominous, uh, Mr. Rogers play, uh, Mr. Rogers. So kind of like that Shaq thing that we went to. Yeah. <laughs> Except for no puppies. Kind of. Uh, okay. So, so they're this- there. So that happened and John Cena finished. So now that ended and I I was like, I don't understand. Looked to my boyfriend to be like, what uh did we like that one? And he said no. And then what's going on? What's wrong? Turning the fridge off. Oh. I'm sitting next to a, a fridge. fridge in your room? No, this isn't my room. This is a basement. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh but so he he was like, uh, I didn't like it. Then last night. 
he fired it up again. Oh no. And I was like, what are we, what are we doing? And he was like, well, I read a bunch of stuff online and I actually think I was wrong about this one. And so we watched it again. And then this time he was like, this fucking rules. Yeah, I would have guessed that was his reaction. So I thought so too, because there was a lot of like nostalgia in it. And I was like, oh, you probably understand what all this means. And I don't, uh, which was a mistake that I made because then last night we watched the whole thing again and I got, it took us two hours to watch because he kept stopping and telling me about the history of wrestling. Wow. So he liked it. People liked it. Yes. Steve loved it. I told him, I was like, look, I'm like, if we're going to keep doing this, we got to just make it into a podcast, at least make it into content. Cause right now I'm learning all this stuff from you. That's like, what good is this for me? I don't need this. Mm. Yeah, there's- but he's got he's got a WWE Network subscription, so I'm like, why don't we just go through and watch all the old matches that exist in wrestling? And you'd be like, okay, here was the lead into this one, and then we basically just do the SummerSlap podcast, but with me just him telling his very long stories and me being like, I don't get it. The, I'd listen. So look for that. I'd listen. For that I'd listen to that. Okay, we're getting close. It was cool. uh, I, I I've been trying to think of. You know when you watch a movie and you're like, I like these aspects of it and not so much these aspects of it. I think sure. the both of these pre-taped matches kind of took the like really campy, over-the-top aspects of wrestling and put them 100% in the spotlight. Um, those are the aspects of it that I don't love. Like I, I tend to lean towards like the acrobatics and like the promos and like the interesting storylines, but like people love that stuff, obviously. Uh, and so they, they just like went balls to the wall embracing it. And so the people who are into that were like, this is awesome. And it's like, okay, I, I think part of me wants to like, I know it's not real, but I don't need the like super fake. And other people are just like, give me all of it. Like, give me undertaker like there's like magic it, it just the whole all the like people in cloaks and the like it's just was so it was a lot and if you're just watching it and you have no idea what's going on you're like what is going on but and like that's kind of the interesting thing right because no sports are happening right now mm-hmm. so like very rarely i mean when wrestlemania is on it trends people talk about it yeah. people on the internet talk about wrestling but like there were people Jay, you're typing is so Jay, what are you loud. Doing? Very loud. You gave me a hard time about the mute button. You could easily really loud. I was trying Here's to just make notes about a, maybe a video for the internet. Keep okay. going. What if you wrote it down with a pen? Yeah, grab a uh, cup. Everybody, man. Have one. God. everybody, Sorry. everybody was watching it. Even the people who like sports people were like, "Let's this counts. Yep, this counts. Yep." And so, like those people who don't have all of the backstory. Didn't get it or appreciate it. I'm one of them. And I acknowledge that. I'm here saying it wasn't it for me, but it wasn't for me. Right. And like, there is something to the fact that like all these eyeballs were on it and they didn't pander. They like went full WWE so that their viewers that are loyal that need this and were looking forward to WrestleMania were like, yeah, this is what I wanted. And the people that don't belong here who are just like, can I come to your party? Because all the other parties were canceled. Those people felt confused and uncomfortable, but they should have, you know, yeah. like it was purely WWE. And I think that makes perfect sense. And I kind of don't, I'm not mad at it. I think, um, I think it was really smart, particularly for the Undertaker match because he is old. 
and can't move so can't old, move as well and he knows that like he knows that he can't move like he does but he is a staple of wrestlemania and like watching his recent matches were it was very difficult to watch because it like makes you sad that he can't perform in the way that he used to and that he obviously wants to and so this like very edited piece was a way to still make like give him a wrestlemania like headline in a way that wasn't as taxing on him physically and was still cool for other people. Like he still got to ride it on a motorcycle and there was fire and there was a grave and like, he didn't have to do that much physically. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think it was, it was a really smart way to incorporate him without putting his body through the ringer. The one Does he thing- still do the tombstone pile driver? I remember that was his move when I there was There was a tombstone. It might have been a pile driver. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so. The one thing that was, that was It a, was cool. The one thing that was a real miss on all sides was Rob Gronkowski. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. So Robert. they announced that he obviously signed a deal with WWE, which we all saw in the news because there's no other news. <laughs> uh, and um, he was the host, quote-unquote host, of WrestleMania. So first night he comes out and does his little – Wears the sunglasses, yada yada. Talks about his friend who's a wrestler. His name I'm totally named blanking. Mojo. On. Yeah. Mojo Rollins. Mo- yeah. No, Mojo. Raleigh. Ra- Raleigh. And, uh, he comes out and they talk or whatever. They introduce this idea that for those who don't know, there's a belt called the 24-7 belt. And if you have it, you have to defend it. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anybody can take it from you whenever they want to. So uh, the guy who currently held it, I think it was R-Truth. Came out and was talking about that. And then I think, like, Gronk looked like he was going to try to pin him. And then Mojo, like, pushed Gronk out of the way, pinned him, and got the belt. And so it was, like, this thing between the two of them where, like, they were friends. And now they're like, whoa, dude, you took the belt. Um, Cool. So then the <laughs> second night, Gronk wrestled. He, like, jumped on a big group of people, pinned somebody. And Gronk now has a belt, is what I'm saying. And as I tweeted... 24-7. Yes, as I tweeted, which I'm very sorry for doing, um, he could have used that belt moments earlier because we saw Gronk's butt crack. <laughs> Gronk was like out there wrestling and his pants needed to be pulled up. And it's just a shame that he didn't have the belt 24 hours or seven days earlier because I didn't need that. I didn't need it. I think that's kind of how I feel about Gronk at WrestleMania in general. I didn't need I it. I didn't like it. I didn't need it at all. The only thing that would have, the only thing that would have redeemed it for me is if he was still playing football. And the next person who tackled him in a game, like, got the 24-7. Oh, that would be such a good crossover. Like, that would be, that would be such a good like, crossover. He stands up and celebrates because yeah. he has a belt now. Yeah. Because Campbell's like, I have this yeah. belt now. That's I did yeah. it. so funny. Uh, that, that I would have been fine with. But that's not going to happen because he's gone. Uh, so just in general, yeah, Gronk is um, – and I love the guy. He's also a super nice guy. Shout out Gronk. But – I just think that when you're a football player that has a shtick, you're a football player first and your shtick is secondary and it's cute and it's funny. If you lean in full shtick, it's going to get old really fast. Yeah. And so, like, I hope that whoever's, like, writing for Gronk, first of all, I hope they've got great health insurance just because I can, <laughs> you know, hope they've got a therapist. But, mm-hmm. like, I hope that they are smart about what they try to do with him. And I hope, like, I mean, we might find out what he's capable of doing. I don't know. I know there was that story when he was in a movie where an actress was, like, didn't hold back. I don't remember who it was. 
she was basically like every take he did was one line and it took us the entire day to get him to do the line properly. Like she was very open about how bad of an actor he was, which maybe it was a bad day. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm kind of judging, but I'm just (laughs) saying like, if you're going to be a WWE, if you want to be a superstar, because I learned yesterday, you're not supposed to call them wrestlers, which is why it was crazy when CM Punk left and did that, did that promo on Mike sitting, sitting down cross-legged. And he said he called himself a wrestler. We've gone down a wormhole. Um, but like, if you want to be a superstar, you're going to have to be able to act. Yeah. Do you think that's and what he wants? Unless, I don't know. Why else would he sign a deal with them? Just income and have a belt. Why would they, why would they give him a title? Uh, because he's a, it's a headline now. He's a big name. Like, who are you more interested in? Our truth is 24 seven champion or Rob Gronkowski is trying to get new sure, eyeballs. But then like someone's going to, someone's got to take it back from him eventually, which I assume they're going to use to set up a storyline for him one day, making a surprise appearance and entering into a ring and like trying to become a superstar. I could see them making with the little WWE knowledge. Yes. Have, give it to I me. I could see them. I could see them making his. His adjustment period into being a, a superstar, mm-hmm. his storyline, like kind right. of leaning into the like, we have to turn this guy into a superstar. So they make that his storyline where it's like they don't hide from the fact that they don't know if he's capable of doing it, but he almost gets forced into doing it by these things, powers out of his control that he has to. Mm-hmm. That's what I could see. Them I like. thought you were going to say make Paul Heyman his manager so that he never has to get on the microphone. Oh, that would just, <laughs> no, see, that's the thing. Then in order to do that, you need a guy like Brock Lesnar. Who's like, yeah, I don't want to talk, Yeah, but Gronk wants to be an actor. Gronk wants to be a Hollywood star. And like, it's very hard to be like, I just don't think you're capable of doing it. Yeah. So they're going to have to find a way around that, which they're pretty good at. Um, He'll probably grow into it too. If he keeps doing it, he'll probably improve. I don't know how much, but we'll see. You know. We'll all find out together yeah. because wrestling is the only sport we have, except two pieces of news that have happened in the last few days. Is somebody in an Armageddon? Movie? I thought Welcome Jay was going to play a drop of something. What was that? It sounded like a rare, yeah, like a like a score. Might have been Are you scoring like a, this podcast? Uh, later, I do that in post. Ah, of course, of course. <laughs> two be- two beats of news. Two bits of news today. Baseball is working on some sort of biodome uh, situation to try to have their season, and the other, what I was originally going to say, Dana White. <sighs> is saying that <laughs> is saying that he's gonna buy an island? Didn't he buy so the oh. UFC fighters? I don't know. I think he I has secured the location. He secured it. Secured the island. Secured the package. What does that mean? You probably. I don't um, put a down payment on it for however long. In a, in in movies, when you secure a location, it means like you've you have it on lockdown. It's under control. Okay. So he has secured the location. Is what he's okay. Saying. I just want to know, let's just have all the questions we have about this thing. My first question, how do you, what is the process of buying an island? Who is the salesperson? So I think it's, I don't know if he bought it. I think he probably has rented it. I've seen him say like for two months, I have it locked up for two months. So. You can rent an island? I guess somebody, somebody owns it. Right, whether it's a but government my, like, is, or sure, but it then also so said that's it was, exactly my question. My question is then, what's the gov? What's the law on it that also island? Said that it was American. 
It said is that it was Dana in the White, United States. So then is Dana White governor of that island? Like who do they elect officials? What on what territory do they well, fall I under? I think Disney well, it, like owns it's possible that it's like Yeah, it's possible that it's like one of those little islands off of like Florida, maybe? Like just like one of the little places like, like a key? I don't know. Like a one key? Of the keys? Maybe. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure Disney, like Disney Cruise Lines, like owns an island somewhere in like the Bahamas where you like you cruise and then you go to Disney's Island. I don't know like what that means. If it's just, if it was previously just a landscape. President Mickey Mouse? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's my president. Uh, so, so (laughs) nothing but respect for my (laughs) president. Um, (laughs) but so Dana White wants to make an, a fight island. He wants to make fight island. Where the fighters go and they fight. Which isn't that the plot of a movie? It is, and I forget what movie, but it absolutely is at least, question mark. It's at, it's at least the it's at least the subplot of like nine action films. I'm pretty sure that's Mortal Kombat. It could I want be. to say it would make okay. sense. What doesn't make sense yeah. is doing this in real life. Uh, <laughs> it also doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I heard this story before the baseball story. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. I have no idea which one came out first. But my first thought was like, if you're going to, if you're just going to have no fans and it's like all locked down and it's, you don't need the island. Hmm. Yeah. Which now this baseball story. You do. You do. Hold on. I'm working through this. Wait, I'm muting myself. So she said she wants us to wait and then silence. Um, oh my god, the shot of Indy in the background is amazing. <laughs> He's just like, his face is just like popped into the side of the screen. Um, I think it's because the international fighters can't come into the US because all the flights are restricted. Uh, so they can have is. international you, fights on this private island. God, that is, thank you. That's very smart. Yeah, my pleasure. I knew there had because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yes. Um, I mean, I think a lot of countries don't let you leave too, though. There could be that. Yeah, it's well, a lot of flights are canceled. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be like private everything provided by the UFC, right? I mean, can they not nuts? I I don't know. You'd if have to can, have private planes yeah. and all that stuff. They're not going to like fly domestic right. to a private island. Right. So. For baseball, should we move on? Should we do talk about them both at the same time, or should we wrap up whatever is happening in UFC and talk about? Baseball? <laughs> Let's I don't, talk about all of the weird. Yeah, so baseball. Baseball is saying that they're working on. It's not finalized, but they're working on trying to figure out if it's possible to basically have the season, the baseball season, in Arizona, where spring training was at a combination of like spring training stadiums, no fans. Um, they're working out the idea of robot umps, like using the strike zone that we have oh. to figure out strikes so that the- Can ump you imagine? Umps will never be the, back. After all of the BS about the strike zone. I know. Then they're like, you know what? We're just going to do robots. And then- so, <laughs> It's the other thing. No mound visits. It's like all these things baseball has tossed out there to move the game along are now like socially distancing required. Um, and then they were talking about having, instead of sitting in the, in the dugout, they would sit six feet apart in the stands because the stands will be empty. Um, that's so weird. Baseball in Arizona in the summer, it will be okay at first, but it's going to be bad. But basically it was like, 
each everybody would would live there and be quarantined there. Like you'd have to be away from your family. You wouldn't be able to see your family for the whole season. Um, like, what about all the production crews? Like, yeah. all of those well, people so would also have to be there too. Their thing is like uh, they keep saying that you know because baseball players are young and healthy, they're not a high risk. And it's like I feel like that's a thing we're learning isn't necessarily true. Yeah, it kind of is not- hit or miss with certain people, and also GM. <coughs> GMs, like base coaches, <coughs> front office people, like what? Lots of old dudes gonna, involved in baseball. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think anybody is sitting around being like baseball, lots of young guys. <laughs> like it's, there's yeah. old dudes. <laughs> and so I don't, and also yeah. you can have, you can be young and have an underlying issue you don't even know about yeah. or one that doesn't keep you from playing baseball, but is still an issue when it comes to COVID-19. Yeah. So it's like, this just feels like a, like a pie in the sky money grab. Like even if they sit apart, that's crazy. The, the the batter has to be directly next to the catcher. There's like not a way yeah. around that. And then that person also goes stand next to the first baseman, and then like it's just gonna be a rotation of like, oh my, it's such a bad idea. It's such a bad. Also, idea. It's like the pitcher throws the ball, and then yeah, it gets we're hit, forgetting and about then the someone ball. has to catch it the and ball. then throw it again, and so they're you touching the be. same thing. This like in the, uh, when this all this started, makes no remember, sense. Remember back when none of us took any of this seriously, and basketball was like, "Oh, we recommend that uh, guys uh, use their elbows yeah. instead of high five And it was like, "And then touch the communal <laughs> basketball." Like, what? The germs aren't just on our hands. Like, this it does this, not make sense. This virus can live on surfaces for a wild amount of time. Yeah. That surface can be a ball, you dummies. They all touch the same ball. <laughs> Oh, it's a terrible uh, yeah, idea. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a big NO from everybody. I There's no way change. that the players agree to do that. The thing that's crazy, though, is like a couple months ago when we were talking about playing games without fans, the debate was, would you watch a game without fans? Remember that? Yeah. And people yeah. were like, no, it'd be too weird. Or like, no, I don't want to play. I think LeBron originally, he walked it back eventually, but I think he said he wouldn't want to play a game without fans. Now it's like, that's not even, we know that part's out. Now it's right. like, we are so desperate for sports that I could see people being like, okay, do it. Do it. Because we need something to watch. I have a like, suggestion. We all watched WrestleMania. Watch what? the challenge. It's back. Okay, we got to talk about it. But let me first say, I don't understand why NASCAR wouldn't come back first. Yeah, NASCAR makes sense to me. Except pit crews. Yeah, but, Somebody brought up pit crews. Yeah, but I feel like pit crews could probably wear their in suits. Then they wear, they could wear masks. Yeah, just like, face they don't Also, couldn't not. they. And they have gloves on yeah. already. Yeah. I think we've solved it. I mean, it just feels How like that's the sport that's NASCAR? like, and you, and you don't need fans there. Same thing with golf. is like, just carry your own clubs. Yeah. Well, that, Katie. God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Just yeah. yell Baba Booey at yourself right before you hit it. Like, it's right. not, who cares? Oh, man. All right, so the challenge. The challenge is the thing we used to watch on this podcast and talk about, and then we just kind of stopped. I genuinely just stopped watching it. I don't remember why. It wasn't anything personal. I think I just got busy. Yeah. But I've been told, producer Camille was like, you should be watching the challenge again. She was like, the twist to the season is incredible. Uh, it's going to be a good season. Uh, for those who don't know, the challenge is on MTV. If you're old enough, it used to be Real World Road Rules Challenge, where literally a cast of the real world would take on a bunch of people from Road Rules. And now it's just gotten to a point where it was, for a while there, it was just old people, the same people from Real World and Road Rules, but it wasn't split down that line anymore because Road Rules wasn't a show. But you just kind of got this recurring cast of people 
like Johnny Bananas and CT and Robin or Tech. whatever. Yeah, that would all just kind of compete with each other, and it became this like reality show, but also athletic competitions question yes. mark. Yes, uh, and we joked once that it was the fifth major sport of the U.S. because, but the problem is that it's all edited, and you don't know what the rules are really, and it's very unclear. Point is, now it's gotten to a point where they bring in like British reality stars. They had that one guy from Turkey that one season that I stopped watching. Like, they now have international people from reality shows that basically come and do a reality show Olympics. Uh, and apparently this season there's a good twist. Ashley, have you watched it yet? Because I have not. Yes, I have. And I'm very proud of it. I made time for it and I watched it and it was great. Uh, all right. You seem mad at us. How I much How much it. of it? How far are we behind? Just if one. Katie and I wanted the to next, start today. No, just one. Oh, the next one. It's on Wednesdays. So you just have to watch okay. one episode so before could, tomorrow. We could feed. So do you want to give us a quick challenge recap so that we know what happened? Um... Or like sell it. Or you just want to sell it? Sell us, sell us the show? Yes. I will. Well, I don't have to sell the whole thing. I'll just tell you what the twist is because the twist is great this year. There is an limit. What's the name? Is it Inferno? Is it Gauntlet? Like what is the- Oh man, I'm good. My brain just stopped working. Um, they had an island one season. Remember that season? Yeah, they're like- That was when Johnny Bananas was the bad guy. God, what is it? Johnny Bananas always the bad guy. Uh, no. Johnny Bananas knows how to play the game. Um, Is he here for the right reasons, though? No. Well, yeah, because the reasons are the game. Okay. Johnny Bananas is a master at playing the game. He's not necessarily. I haven't a watched this. I haven't watched this since the Real World Road Rules Challenge semester at sea season. Which? Oh my god! I want to say that was like ninety seven, ninety eight. Remember that? I yeah. wasn't born. Road Rules semester at sea. You were yeah. You were yeah. You were a zygote. You had not even I was thought a about zygote. What is this called? Um, it's uh, maybe like madness or something. Hold on. All right, it doesn't matter. Go it, ahead. No, it's really good. No, it's really it. going to bother me. Okay, yeah, you Google it. While I'll I Google talk. it. You do. Uh, it. You do the other. So stuff. usually they have like a really like a huge mansion, and they all get drunk and go in the hot tub and blah blah blah. Like they're in an actual bunker this time, like underground. Total madness. Thank you. Total madness. Um, they're like trying to mess with your head for this time. But the whole point is like you do these challenges. Whoever is the winner gets to be like in power and they get to um, pick a person to go into this like that's called purgatory this season. So in elimination competition against somebody the whole house nominates to go in. So every week two people go head to head to compete and the loser leaves and the winner gets to stay and come back. So the the social politics of like building alliances and who gets voted in and then who wins is in power. And like, but they create tension with the people that they nominate and blah, blah, blah. So you've always wanted to avoid eliminations so that you don't get sent home. And then find like at the end, there's usually like three men and three women who go to a final challenge and whoever wins that wins the money. So TJ, who is the host of the show, basically said, I'm tired of watching people skate by and just like their goal being to make it to the end. This season, you can't go to the final unless you win an elimination. Oh. So you, mm. and so now the whole strategy of the game has changed because it's like, do I want to go in early so that 
I have like a weaker opponent or do you not not get people in so they can't go in and they can't win an elimination? Like the whole like dynamic of it has changed in a way that I'm fascinated by because the politicking used to like get old. I love to just watch people like do the challenges. And now I'm like very in on the politics side of it because we've never seen it before. It's like if you look at if we're treating it like the fifth major sport, which I think at this point it's the first major it sport. Sure is. <laughs> it is like it is like a league that is the opposite of all of our other leagues, which is that any suggestion, anytime someone's like, "Oh, you know what? I think the season was a little too drama heavy," they're like, "Great, so next season we're going to completely change right. it so that it's not drama heavy." Like it's a constantly evolving sport in a way that I don't think uh, any other major sport could do because people would be like, "Sorry, what are the rules again?" Yeah. But because it's a TV show, we're like, "Whatever." But like they are constantly being like paying attention to the product and what's too much and what's too little and like how people are cheating the system and then they just completely change the system and you get to watch that piss off the quote unquote athletes you get to watch them be like that's not fair and we're all like doesn't matter. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts is that like when the athletes come in, they don't know the title of the season. They don't know like what the twist is going to be. They don't know any of that. Stuff. They don't know how much they don't money. Know where- they don't know how much yeah, money. It's they don't for. know anything. So they're like the other. Go ahead. The other best thing about the challenge is that these people need the money. Yeah. Now that's a weird thing to say. We're in a weird time. Forget all the economic struggles that the world is going through right now. Forget how unsympathetic this sounds. Think about it like a TV show or like a sport. If you were watching baseball and you knew that athlete needed that check, they play very differently than if they're just a rich athlete who's like, yeah, I have to, I want to play my best. These people are like, they need it, which is why there was one season, a lot of seasons ago where it was like pairs in the, in the final. Mm -hmm. And at the very, very end, they were like, you can either choose to split the money or take the money. But you both, if you both say split, it will split it. If one of you says take, the other one says split, the person who said take gets it. If you both say you'll, you know what I yeah. mean? So, uh, and then Johnny Bananas to whatever his partner was, Sarah, she, she stabbed him in the back no, re- and kept it. Reverse. He took it from her. No, f- I think first she kept it and then he did it to somebody else. I think. I don't think so. And they hated each other for that. No. I feel like he got screwed. No, he screwed her. I bro- oh. he there was a he hated her because she like put him in an elimination. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. She's like, then she cried. And yeah, he was he, like, she was just like I was playing the game. You went into an elimination and you lost. It was your fault. Like he specifically like took two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from her. Or but something. then, but then when you think about it, it's like I mean. Genuine. It's like the whole here for the right reasons thing. They're all there because, like, what else is Johnny? But so I mean, I know he he now hosts that show one. that comes on after SNL, yeah. which is like. Mm-hmm. But uh, all those people are like, I need this money yeah. because I gotta make it to the next time I get asked to come, and I'm getting older, and I need. And you've gotten to see uh, these characters that, like, early in the challenge, like CT, were like messes, like they were just drunk problems. You've gotten to see them evolve into like, and part of that's because DM died, which was the saddest shit. But like, you got to see him grow up. He's a dad like, now. <laughs> now he's like, he's a dad. Now he comes and when he plays for the money, he's like, I need to put, I need for my kids. Yeah. Before it was like, ah, protein powder. Oh, I don't care. But like, you've gotten, and like Derek Damn. is like this like great dad guy who's got this crazy dad strength. Like, it's funny to see these like dudes that you were like, they're always going to be this way. It's one of the only reality TV shows that like, forces people to kind of grow up and document it 
Whereas the other ones, you're like, once you're a reality star, it's like, now you're going to be that for the rest of your life, but you're not really growing. You're kind of just Well, staying. I think it's because it's it's been going on for so long. Like, this is like the 35th yeah. season, I think, of it. Oh so, God. like, people who have been around from the beginning, like, and granted, There's it's no not way. like necessarily no, one I would year. say if it's not 35, it's, it's, if it's not 35, it's 40. Like, I think I gave up on 30. It's, it's long. Like it's, it, Jay thinks it's too many, but it's a, there's a lot. It's like Survivor. It's, long, it's like, there's a lot of, of seasons yeah. of that. And so it's like you. Oh, speaking of which, side note, sorry. Did you see that the Big Brother house, they're not telling them about COVID-19? So none That's of them insane. know. Ugh. That's like that. I saw some headline that was like, Jared Leto leaves a 12 days yeah, of meditation yeah, yeah. to find out that the world is under a global pandemic. I'm like, just go back to the. It's such, a, it's such a Leto, <laughs> it's such a Leto headline that he walks out and is like, namaste away from me? Like, what well, if, I have no idea what's what happening. What if one of their family members gets sick? I imagine uh, they don't, they never, yeah, they never, uh, they're cut off from the outside world. They don't have TV. No, I know, but like, they don't, what, have don't they have like an oblig, like a moral obligation? I to bet if them? somebody's dying, uh, probably, but I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I just thought that was funny that like these reality that's, shows that exist for so long. I can't like, imagine. Well, that's what I was thinking about the challenge. I was like, if they were taping the challenge right now, it would be like, and on top of that, we're on a private island and you have to go back to the United States where everyone's I feel like they'd have to stay on the island. I don't know. Yeah, that would exactly. be a whole the other amazing show. Race, the Amazing Race would be a fantastic season right now. <laughs> Like, it's just ahead, like try the, to get to this other country. Oh it's God. just like the Hunger Games. It's just televised the televised version of the Hunger oh Games. Gosh. Yeah, that's a good sell. Yeah, I would watch so that. I think, yeah, I think we're gonna that out. we're gonna watch the challenge. Yes. And then what we were you gonna say, Ash? I forget. I was gonna say that's all. Oh, oh, I think I was right. also the plot of a movie because it was a bad joke. The Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we had this televised slotted in for later. I know we. Had this slotted in for later, but it feels like it should go now. A uh, thing we've been completely forgetting to do within our March Madness. Uh, Ashley, oh my let's gosh. head on over to Ashley for our Bachelor Update doodly do. Oh my god! Uh, hi, I'm. It ended weeks. I don't ago. know if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Ashley Brayman here with my best best guess at what <laughs> happened seven years ago uh, at the end of the Bachelor. Um, okay. Where did we leave off? Did, did we remember that Madison left? Did we know yes. that? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we saw, we saw that Madison left and Peter decides not to tell Hannah and that until like the engagement. So he goes through with proposing to Hannah Ann and like in the middle of it, literally like, speeding through being like you make me so happy you've always been there for me and the medicine left and we'll talk about that later but blah 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 will you marry me <laughs> and she's like well, uh yeah yes she's so excited she's over the moon so they get engaged it's i thought that was the cage door again <laughs> i was like wait what? Back in the cage. no that was that was that was the house store we're in or out of it i'm not sure so they get engaged and then we see a like several like months later thing they i'm gonna skip part so wait he tells his family they're over the moon because they're obsessed with hannah ann did we talk about that obsessed wait did i no we gotta, we gotta shoot gosh tell us a little uh, bit about just the get, but only get to, hey just get the good okay stuff. so the family was oh. he proposed to hannah ann hannah the family his family loved yeah. hannah ann didn't Hated like madison, madison. 
Uh, what happened at the live finale? Well, so no, first we need them to break up. So we see them like oh. have a convert, like meet up in like a safe house, essentially, where <laughs> he is, he says to Anne, Anne, like, thanks for staying with me this whole time and like working through all this crap where we discovered that like he had to call Hannah B for closure. And Hannah Ann was like, we're what? engaged. What do you mean? You should have had that before you proposed to me. And like, couldn't, he couldn't get over Madison. And so they essentially, they end the engagement. She's pissed. She does a great job of becoming likable and like standing up for herself in, in that show and in the live finale, but not at all during the actual season. So then we get to the, uh, live finale. Mommy. Hey, buddy. The cage door is open. <laughs> uh, it's been released from the cage. Mommy. This is the bit. Daddy. I'm almost done. What do you want to say? I was in Toy Story. Awesome. High five. High five. Ooh. Nice. Don't let him watch Toy Story 3. It gets very dark at the end. Um. So at the live finale, what happens? Okay. So we had seen. Madison's so there. we see. Yeah. But we're forgetting a part. Not me. I would never forget this. Uh, I almost called him Ryan Seacrest. His name's Chris Harrison. He goes Same to man. visit yeah. Madison and is like, wow. how are you doing? And she's like, you know, it's just been really hard. And he's like, do you regret it? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, just so you – and she was like, well, what happened at the end of the season? And and Chris Harrison's like, well, Peter got engaged and she's all sad. And then he's like, but she, he's not engaged anymore. And she's like, what? And then they arrange a meeting where Madison comes to Peter and Peter's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, Chris Harrison told me that you weren't engaged anymore. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, what should we do? Let's talk. So then at the finale, if Chris Harrison showed up at my house, I would be like, I keep the door closed even before the social distancing and be like, what do you want? I don't want it. <laughs> Go away. Take your camera crew and leave. Go away. Go away. I'm living my life. So they have a like a very heated conversation between Hannah Ann and Peter. Um, Hannah Ann comes out and Peter's mom is like, essentially like, woo, 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 like loves her, hates Peter for like getting rid of her. Um, She's insane. She is a crazy she person. She comes off like an insane Total person. crazy person. Madison comes out. They talk and they're like, so what are you guys doing? Are you going to try it? We don't really know. And we don't really get a definitive answer because the whole time uh, Peter's mom is like roasting Madison live in front of everyone. And Peter's like, "We should let us be in love. And she's like, you guys are young and stupid and you don't have anything in common. And like, you made the biggest mistake ever. Yeah, lady. Have you ever seen the show before? <laughs> it was, it was pretty intense. Uh, it didn't, she was like, uh, she obviously didn't support them being together. Like several days after that, they announced two. I was think. it only two? <clears throat> they, I feel two. like it was two. They announced two. that they were breaking up or they were ending it or they weren't even trying. And it was like, well, okay. So Hannah Ann is out. Neat. Madison's out. A couple days after that, he's photographed with Kelly in Chicago. Ooh, I you didn't see this? this so player. it was when the quarantine was supposed to be Wait. starting and they were like out at the, what's that called? The pier or the walk or what's the Chicago one where like yeah. the big wheel is? Sure. Um, they're out there and she's, he, he's got Navy pier. Navy pier. Thank you. He's got her like slung over his shoulder and they're like laughing and have a good time with like the two of them. And I think her brother and you're like, wait a minute, what? Whoa. And then I find out that Hannah B is in quarantine with Tyler C even 
Yeah, so Hannah Ann made a play that she wanted to date Tyler C, but then Hannah B like flew to Florida and they're quarantining together and they're like doing TikToks and stuff and they're very cute. And I I ship them so hard. Which I think would I think would ultimately give you the win there, Jay? I don't know. Well, so it's is, all very unclear. Is, no. This is what we decided. Whoever gets proposed to is the winner. Okay, so because remember the season that she proposed to, or the guitar Jen, guy yeah. proposed to her, and I won, even though they ended up not together. Yeah. So like, so technically Jay won. Jay won. I definitively wow. lost. <laughs> you picked Madison. You lost like week like, one. No, I lost week one and then somehow lost again the last seconds of the championship. Like, I, I don't know how I did yeah, it. That was... I had the worst record in the league and also made it to the playoffs, made it to the championship game and got dunked on by his mom. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. Barb bl- burned everything down. Oh, oh my God. Your name's Barb. And then I heard a rumor yesterday that Peter and Kelly are also quarantined together, like in the long term. Oh my term. gosh. Wow. This is, I, I like that weirdly makes me happy because I feel like she could help him grow up a little bit. Fingers crossed. And that kind of feels like a moral victory, yeah. which I'll take. How, can you imagine though? Can you imagine her like waking up early, stressing out about how to do her lawyer job with him in the house and him being like waking up at noon and being like, sup, babe? And she's like, I'm, uh, I'm, busy. I'm closing a case yeah. right now. Yeah, like, I'm like, doing I'm work. He's like, I have an idea like, for a content um, opportunity. I'm going to go take a sponsored Instagram <laughs> Although, post. I'll be right so, back. So weird. They had Kelly in the audience at the live finale because she wasn't at the Women Tell All, which was like a controversy. Huh. So she was there and they made a point to be like, Kelly's here. And she like waved. And everyone's like, wait, why? Are they going to end up together? But he like clearly was still obsessed with Madison at that point. And Kelly watched him be obsessed with Madison. And now they're quarantining together. It's it's so much. And that was your bachelor update. Doodly do. Doodly do. Woo, no, you skipped it. a part. So there's a new season coming oh, out with a twist. Which. Oh, this is a different show. Bachelor. The, yeah. Oh, it's not even the Listen same show. Listen to your heart. Well, presented like- by the makers of the. I don't know. There's a new so show. Wait, so it's not like. Because before they did the. It was like Bachelor, Bachelorette, uh, or Bachelor. Would it go Bachelorette, Paradise, Bachelor, yes. Dancing with the Stars, or no. like would go in that time slot? Is it not in that same time slot? Uh oh, like on Mondays in the at the. Is night it the window? Bachelor time slot? Uh, I think so. It's called Watch the Bachelor Presents. Listen to your heart TV show. So it's okay. So what the is series it? premiere is so April thirteenth. It is okay. Um, I think a six episode special run. So it's only six episodes. And the premise is that people fall in love through music. So it's like paradise okay. in that it's like a bunch of men and a bunch of women who are trying to pair up, not like one, one sex with a big pool of the other gender. Uh, and I'm not really sure. I, I think they get paired up to like make music together. I don't, I'm, I think they live in the mansion. So is it like um, is it like flirty dancing? Oh, I I mm. can't answer that question because I haven't uh, seen it. Let me tell you about flirty Please dancing, do. a show with a similar premise in that people fall in love through dance. Movement. Wow! So which is how they normally girl, do for the one record. Guy, I mean, it's a, a, <laughs> a, a multitude of couples, but it's like it's not like they have a chance to be with somebody else. It's one guy and one oh. girl. I think in each episode, and it's like 
They teach them both separately a dance, and then they meet for the first time while performing the choreography of this dance. And expect them to fall in love? Yeah. Okay. That's how you fall in love, Ashley. I mean... Try it. Why don't you try it for once? It's wild. <laughs> it is like... It's like taking American obsessions and smashing... It's like reality show meets flash mob mm. meets like a movie where people fall in love and everybody dance. It's so weird. Yeah. So I'm probably going to watch We should watch I'm some of watch it. it. Yeah. Did you watch that stupid show that you saw a preview for once and I cringed uh, and you went, no, that looks so I good. Didn't. And then... Okay. All right. Something um, about a playlist. I had something else I wanted to know if you... Oh, did you do the uh, Escape the Room I sent No, you? not yet, but I'm going to because I don't have a printer. Um, but I have oh. a, a one of my three friends who's like, I like Escape the Rooms, is like that on crack, like obsessed with Escape yeah. the Rooms. And so I forwarded it to her. I was like, look what my friend found. And she's like, oh my God, I want to do this so badly. And she's like, it says, did you look into it and like, see that it looked, does it look legit? Yeah, yeah. It looks legitimate. And she like, she did all the research. She's like, okay, you need to print all this stuff out. It says you need two people. So like, we have to do it together. And I was like, I don't have a printer. I'm sorry. She's like, I am going to print this out and mail it to you. <laughs> and we'll have like our husbands it. take the kids and then like, we'll do it together over like FaceTime. Oh, that's so we're so going to try. If that's you're, awesome. if you're interested in participating, uh, anybody, if you, you have a printer. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> if uh if you guys like escape if you guys like escape the rooms it's a uh i don't know if i've talked about this podcast before reply all is a podcast that i love and the one of the hosts pj vote it's v-o-g-t i think there's an i Go to his twitter is there an I in there? No. no no it's just v-o-g-t uh it would be void at that point but uh, either way uh no he made him and his friend like uh coordinated and made uh escape the room oh they made it do at your house yeah it's really cool i didn't like click on it i just immediately sent it to ashley and was like you should probably look at this so that seems kind of neat let us know how that goes and maybe we'll try it or something um you know what else what else do we have to talk about um should we do an ad read and then talk about some more stuff yes uh all right what uh yeah i I mean here's the thing you gotta give the people what they want. To quote our good friends Jay it's and not, I Jay. promise you, I promise you, they don't want I, this. I would beg to differ. Can I make a? Can there? Can we have one caveat? I'll do maybe, this, but I'm gonna play the music maybe. on my phone on my side. Okay. Yes. No. Because we've had so many issues with, this, <laughs> yes. with the audio and stuff. I just it, I, it makes me cringe just knowing it, and I can't. I would prefer that actually. Because it's really hard. Okay. It's really hard to listen to when you're by. It's really tough. It's really really tough. Um, so I have been on a Disney bender with my child, which has been great. Um, when I'm not feeling very guilty about it, although oh, we can talk about this later. Uh, I have been making him watch stuff in Spanish, which makes me feel better. Uh, so I was okay. thinking a Disney song, and I can't remember if we've done Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. If we have. I think we have, but no, we haven't. <laughs> okay, if we have, I don't remember. And so, could you do part of your world for this read, please? You said it. Okay, here we go. Is everybody ready? Because I'm not so ready. Do you ever feel like you're always on? Like you need to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? My favorite way to chill. It's simple, I crack open a course line. <laughs> There's only one beer out there that's made 
Literally to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. It's a beer. <laughs> These days everything is go go go. <laughs> Nonstop hustle has taken over, and it's kind of a lot. There's work, friends, family, oh, and a million pressing <laughs> social issues. An expectation to be on all the time. If the pace of things is wearing you down, take a moment, pause, refresh yourself, and when you choose, choose to turn off. Reach out for one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process. Cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. So it's actually made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light's cold activated bottles and cans turn blue when chilled. To icy cold perfection, born in the Rockies, in Colorado, 1978. And Coors Light is refreshing and crisp, and it's only 102 calories. That's why Coors Light is the one I choose when I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset. Reach for the beer that's made to chill. I've said that a thousand times. You can have Coors Light. You can have Coors Light. Delivered by going to get. Delivered by going to get. Dot Coors Light dot Finding local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Light Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. <laughs> wow! Bravo! Oh, Could you so hear the music? Because yes. at one point yeah. I realized I moved yeah. my phone. No, we can uh, hear it great. Here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> that ad read is just once you read it, you're like, these are the same. Yeah. It says the same stuff it's made a lot. To chill. Or was I reading the? No, yeah, it does say it a yeah. lot. You got it. The mountains. No, the mountains turn blue, and the cans, guys. In case you didn't know, <laughs> turning blue. Hey, they. Uh, all right. What else? We got the private island. We talked about the. Oh, we didn't talk about the draft. Oof. The NFL draft. news, if there is any. Uh, they're making a digital draft because you know up until recently they continued to say they were going to do it, which they're not. Um, and now they're deciding that they're going to have to do it digitally. I guess teams are going to have digital conference, probably a lot like this. Uh, but the thing that stood out to me about this story, and I know it also stood out to others in the chat, um, is that they want like EA Sports or something reached out and told the athletes who are going to go in the early rounds, the early round draft picks, to prepare what they want their moment of interaction with Roger Goodell to be. Am I getting that right? Uh, yeah. Can you tell so. me a little bit more? 
I can't, because uh, that's <laughs> off memory. The dock is empty, but I feel like Jay might know all the details. Uh, all I know is that they, once they reached out to them, they were like insinuated that like they're going to create some sort of virtual moment between them and Roger Goodell, which is like the most Roger Goodell. Like they said, the article was like EA Sports approached these athletes. I'm like Roger Goodell approached these athletes. To be Either like. way, the thing to me <laughs> is like this is the obvious. There's like a lot with this quarantine and all these new rules. You're gonna lose. You have to lose a lot of aspects of your yeah. sport, right? Uh, yeah. fans like fans being a live audience that's got to go right one of the some of them are like man that's gonna really suck and some of them you're like well, that's kind of good we've been kind of looking for a way to get rid of that anyway like baseball saying it's going to consider robot umps is like a conversation and a debate we've been having that now is like look we got forced to do it let's just roll with it not being able to interact with the commissioner at the draft a noticeably uncomfortable historically <laughs> weird moment because Roger Goodell somehow still hasn't really learned how to dap anybody up is a thing you were going to have to lose for the better of the yeah. draft and for them to think that this is the moment they have to preserve is wild wild i said that if it were me oh boy <laughs> You got to we got to we got to test the limits on this thing. We got to see what the rules are because right now to me I'm like there's only really one option. Like you wave at each other or you like fake fist bump. They're all corny. But I think one athlete should be like I'm going to go to the side of my screen and I'm going to kiss. And I want you to put my screen next to Roger Goodell's screen and Goodell will kiss the other side so it looks like we're kissing. I think oh. that's what we should do. Oh man. I just can't, I can't picture the logistics of it. I can't picture it working. I can't picture a world in which like, oh, I hope everybody says this because this is the only one that can work. I can't picture there being a right answer to the I, question. I just, what is the I right answer? I know how they're even going to attempt it. Is it like they're going to make a list and then have Roger Goodell filmed doing all of these things and have the the I was gonna say kids, well, but like young men, like also record themselves like faking fist bumps so they can try to then marry them together. I don't. I can't remember if in Madden there is an already digital version of Roger Goodell or not, but I would bet that there is. And my guess is like they have this engine, like to build out what these players look like, and so they could probably oh, build that the digital so versions of sense. all of these guys. Like, like the same way that when you're playing Madden, like it looks player. like Todd yeah. Gurley. Yeah. And they're going to build the digital versions of these guys and they're going to interact with digital Roger Goodell to do that a makes oh, man. Wow, or Jay, whatever else. So that's, so the new version of like sitting at a table by yourself on camera and not getting drafted is like you have a digital version of you trying to kiss Roger Goodell and you never get to use it because you get drafted. Yeah. Too it's, late. Oh my God. It's a, it's for, it's a Fortnite app. <laughs> the digital dance, version, the digital version of that, uh, that beef jerky Sasquatch being at your house and you never get drafted yeah, is that you right. sent off a video of you kissing Roger Goodell and it exists well, I, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man. I guess that EA would probably make those animations and so they would cut it and it would just be like the Fox yeah. Sports football robot probably, like, meeting. You know what I mean? His like, name is Cletus. Show some respect. Uh, <laughs> but then I can just imagine that EA would then use this to push Madden of like we've already put these. We're going to have to make yeah. them and put them in the game anyway and now they all have their own and they'll probably be like you can play with just the draft class and blah blah. That makes right. sense. Still so that's probably what would happen. But when I heard it, I was like, hologram 
Goodell like they did hologram Tupac at Coachella. Oh That's what I, I just want to know. I got to find out what the Zoom link is because I want to hack their Zoom so that I can make sure Roger Goodell still gets booed because it's not a draft. It's not a draft unless you boo every time Roger Goodell gets on oh, stage. Gosh. He probably heard it was going digital and he was like, hell yeah. It, he's just got a, he's got like a laugh and applause button that he probably just pushes to be like, this is so nice. We should just start a Zoom chat for during the draft. Just to boo. Anybody can join in and just boo with us. I like It's like that. a booing Zoom chat. Just come on in. Yeah. I was thinking of doing a segment for our show this week where I just send every famous person I know a Zoom link and then I wait in the chat and film it and just see who shows up. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> just like send it. I'll have to send it with, maybe I'll just send it with like one line that's like, Join me for a drink and then a Zoom link. And then we'll just see. And then maybe that we'll get a really great. weird combination of like, I don't know. Yeah. Trying, I can't Katie even think of the weirdest combination of people. It will yeah. most likely be just a video of me drinking by myself. Uh, and then I'll just send okay. the link to like Mariah and Camille. Like, come drink with <laughs> oh, me. Oh, that's cute. That sounds good. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try it. That would, I'm okay. 100% we'll on cool. board for that. All right. Uh, should we talk about Jay Cutler and Christy Cavallari? I, it's so much. It's a Twitter it's, thread. You can find yeah. it. It was trending yesterday. Basically, from what I gathered, and correct me where I'm wrong, but this is your very Cavallari update. Do yes. You do. Uh, <laughs> they went on vacation to the Bahamas right when this thing was kind of starting um, with her hairstylist and her hairstylist's partner and Jay Cutler and Kristen. They were posting on Instagram about it. And then... They said they got stuck there and that they were quarantining there, but the person who made the Twitter thread was like fact checking it and was like, you could still fly, you could still leave. Um, and they're, they're making all these posts about how they're stuck in the Bahamas, even while people are like, I, I don't think that's true. I think you not only can leave, I think the US government at one point during one of their posts, the US government had been urging people, come home. Like, right. this is where you're from, come back here. But for some reason, they did not listen. Um, and then they're making it sound like they're stuck in this terrible quarantine. Meanwhile, you can't help but think of the people who work at the resort that they're quote unquote stuck at, who are probably would have been able to go. I know a lot of resorts had a rule that was like, you stay until the last guest leaves and then we're going to shut down. There are people who are non-essential that are working because Kristen Cavallari didn't want to fly home which i've since heard she is home they're home now they're back uh probably because people were like yeah uh but most noteworthy of all the posts is one in which jay cutler is in the ocean and says uh no tp required and so for those who (laughs) don't know and for those who are just for those who are just joining us when men go number one they don't use toilet paper so what Jay Cutler has to be saying by the transitive <laughs> property, if A then B then also C or whatever, uh, that sounds good. he pooped in the ocean. Let's just let that sit. That's what it's st- I don't. I don't. Oh, it's gonna it sink if you sit. let it, it sit. Would, no, you know I think I mean? it would float. <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't. Depending on your it diet. It I might be salt. float. If it would like it, when you poop in a toilet, it's Yeah, sinks. but wasn't that the whole thing? Wasn't that the whole thing in the movie that they put a baby Ruth in the pool and made it look like a poop and it floated? Nobody was like, that didn't sink. Well, I think at that point you just see a poop and you're like, oh. Or you see a baby Ruth, you think it's a poop. Take a poop, leave if a you, poop. I mean, if you poop in a toilet, it sinks. <laughs> let's have this. Let's let's talk through the logistics of this. Is, you have to factor oh, right. the tie. I love this. 
is the, the title show. of this <laughs> take a poop is the title of this episode the poop cast <laughs> it might be we have because okay. we have pooped a lot we have talked a lot <laughs> we have done a, a lot, lot of poop talk poops, today yeah. hey we talk about the things other people are too afraid to talk about did jay cut right. poop in the ocean <laughs> can't find out anywhere but here i feel like uh, i think the salt has something to do with it i don't know what i think but it feels important I think the salt would probably like make it disintegrate faster you know right i am into that are you guys arguing and- for pooping in the ocean no we're saying that it would yeah, we're just discussing the. Oh, okay no i think we're agreed we're in agreement fine it sinks fine <laughs> the buoyancy because isn't the does the chlorine have something to do with it in the pool i don't think poops float in pools either. i don't know but here's here's the thing uh salt Increasing the salt content increases your buoyancy. Increases the buoyancy. That's true. So, I mean, famously, the Dead Sea. So, if you're arguing that it'll, it wouldn't sink, it sinks in a toilet, but it wouldn't sink in the ocean makes sense, but it sinks in a toilet and sinks in the ocean, and you're blaming salt, that doesn't make any sense. No, I'm not blaming salt. If anything, the salt is why it might float. Apparently, if you Google, does poop float or sink? Does poop float in the ocean? It says healthy, healthy stool should sink in the toilet. Floating stools are often an indication of high fat content, which can be a sign of malabsorption, a condition in which. Well, what if you asked, what if you Googled, do poops float in the ocean? Float or sink in? (laughs) Or does, yeah, does poop float? Probably better than do poops float. Whale, oh wait, that's whale poop. The best podcast. I think actually, I think the uh, I think the title of this episode is "Poop Floats," like hope floats. But poop. Pope facts. Most, poop you know, facts. Poop facts. Poop facts. Poop facts. Oh my god. Oh my god. Poop facts. If you have a healthy stool, it should it should say poop facts. Poop fact. Poop fact. If it's floating, that means there's a high fat content. Oh fact. my god! Fact, <laughs> guys. Unfortunately, I'm getting a lot of like animal poop in the ocean, like whales and fish. A tiny puppy can create a very stinky poop. Poop fact. <laughs> very stinky poop. <laughs> Putting poop on your hands makes you realize how much you use your hands. Poop fact. <laughs> it can look like a murder scene, even though it's only poop. Poop oh fact. God. Does human? <laughs> We're going to get very specific. Float in the ocean. Oh my god, it's actually, it auto-completed. Poop in the ocean. (sighs) Who, me? That's the name of this article. (laughs) It's by Jay Cutler. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what happens, this is from Quora, my favorite. What happens when humans defecate in the ocean? Uh, The answer... Humans are not ocean creatures. Don't do it. Uh, great audio article deals with this topic. Floating poop reveals secrets of whale evolution. So apparently there's a context clue. Whale poop is starting to float. Uh, hmm. Blah, 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 blah. The soluble bits will dissolve. Wave action or animal interference mechanically separates the dense particulate, neutral particulate, and light particulate. The dense sinks and the less dense float. Okay. This isn't really a good answer. Well, it seems like we're going to have to reach out to Jay Cutler. I just don't know any other way around this predicament. Is he in your phone? Should we invite him to the Zoom chat? <laughs> Hold on. Here's an article by... No, he's not. I wish. 
Here's an article on a website called Inertia, theinertia.com, called The Art of the Aqua Dumped. Oh, wow. Dump. Sorry, The Art of the Aqua Dump. It starts with, I would like to preface the following piece with a plea to please not sh in the ocean. Ah, if I had a dollar for every floating turd I've swum into while spearfishing, I'd have five bucks. That So five poops. Floating turd. That's a lie? Why would he lie? He works at the inertia. What's the inertia? I don't know. I mean, I, so cruise ships dump the poop into the water, right? Like, no I way. I think so. But like, no, don't, I think they, they, they like, dispose of the tanks when they port. Do they? Yeah, I think that's. I, I mean, think that's right. Which is why I think they had an issue with the with when the cruise ship way before the sick cruise ship, but when that one cruise ship got like marooned or whatever or stranded in the ocean, and they were all pooping in buckets. So I see because right. if they were dumping it because back into the ocean, according to Gizmodo, it would be really bad. that cruise cruise ships dump over a billion gallons of sewage into the open ocean every year. Then what happened with that crew? Maybe they if just the sewage is untreated, the ship must be 12 nautical miles from shore before it dumps the passengers' dumps. <laughs> but, like, oh aren't God. our sewage treatment plants, don't those ultimately, like, go to the ocean, too? I'm assuming those are treated. Yeah, but they treat they them there. first. It treats, yeah, it treats the sewage. Guys, I, I need a scientist to weigh in. Someone tell us if, if human feces would float or sink in salt water, please. Yeah, take it to the Reddit. Don't do it on Twitter. <laughs> this article says if we you... don't want to be edited a bunch of <laughs> poop. This packs. article is telling people how to poop in the ocean, and it says if you typically sur surf a beach break, chances are this won't be a problem. But if you're lucky enough to live in an area with crystal clear water, remember people can see you. That's true. Yep, that is true. In the case of perfect aquatic visibility, dive deep, grab the reef. Aren't you not supposed to touch? <laughs> grab the reef and push with all your might. Then sit back and watch the local fish swarm. Gross. Later, when you're enjoying a nice plate, when you're watch enjoying a nice plate of locally caught pescado served with a side of rice and beans, try not to think about the fact that a fish ate wow. your poop. Cool. Well. So <laughs> go to the inertia.com. The art of the dump. Cool. All right. Let's I move think on. So. <laughs> We're all yeah. tired of that. Uh, Jay, do you want to give us, we saw a headline this week that fit perfectly into a new segment. And that new segment is called peak French news of the week. <laughs> is there a French yeah. song we can play, uh, uh, for this? Uh, Jay has it loaded up, I'm sure. No, I don't have a song. I was just going to give you like a, ha, ha, ha. uh, welcome right. to the well, peak French news of the week. Uh, can you give me one, can you give me one second? Yeah. Can edit this out. Nah, we're leaving it. No. Out. No, get it out. I said no. I said no to that. I no, said no, no. no to that. We don't live in. It's not this. Don't worry, it's an ad. Okay, go ahead. Hi. I'm Jay Wolf and this is the French Hello, I'm Jay Wolf. This is the French News of the Week. Say bonjour first instead of hello. Is that Bonjour. Bonjour, 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 bonjour. Uh, this week, a Frenchman. Oui, ça va et toi? A Frenchman, uh, he had to be rescued from the mountains because he must break his quarantine because basically, uh, he needs cigarettes and he has Why no are you cigarettes. Screaming? The music, so <laughs> music is very loud. Oh shit, sorry. <laughs> So the music is a bit loud for me, so I'm okay, talking louder, okay. but I can be quieter. So this guy, 
as you know, he's in his apartment. He cannot leave quarantine, and he needs a cigarette like everyone. And he decides he must go to the mountains because on the other side of the mountains is Spain, and in Spain they have cigarettes he can buy. So he decides to climb the mountain. And once he gets to the mountain, he becomes stuck in the mountain. <laughs> and, and must be rescued by a rescue team from the mountain to return him to France. Oh my god. And I do not believe he got his cigarette. So oh this no! is a very sad story. I am very sorry to this can man. And that is the French news of the week. Can we re can we oh. replace erotic oh. news of the week with French news of the week? Because that was so much better. That was so much more enjoyable for um, me. I would say yes. The problem is this week I stumbled oh, upon no. the erotic news of the week. And now let me tell you before Jay tells you what the news is that a video of what he's about to describe showed up in my Twitter feed. I did not consent to see it. And I was upset. Jay, will you please give the people the erotic news of the week? Hi, I'm Jay Wolf. Hi. Hi. This is the erotic news of the week. This week, a player on a great football oh, team. Not this. Bad this luck. is not the news, but that's it. It's the second story. But go ahead, do this one first. Named Kyle Walker uh, went on Instagram and posted a very smart video saying, "Like, stay home, take care of yourself." And later that day, that night, was busted having a sex party with a pair of prostitutes oh. in his home. Oh no, Kyle! Uh, there he was photographed in his underwear handing cash. To not one but two women, and uh, then later that woman went and spoke with the son uh, and blew the lid off of. Oh, this, I thought you meant like his son. I'm like, chill out. No, the son, the paper. That. Anyway, he's now under uh, investigation by Manchester City, I believe, by the Premier League. And uh, I think so. The cherry on the cake is like, if you are going to have a sex party in the middle of quarantine, which you are posting, which which you should, which you doing. aren't. You should not post an Instagram video urging people to social distance moments before you do that. Well, that's just like sums up what we've learned in this quarantine in general about celebrities is that they're like, man, this is so hard. And it's a video of them in their mansion with like a beautiful right. sprawling estate behind them. And it's like you have no sense of you're separate. But can you please tell the people that a video of that sex party did not show up in my feed? <laughs> what? Did? Another story from this week. Ying Ying and Lili. Two giant pandas. I saw it. They never really get in the mood. After 13 years of living together, finally fornicated. Oh. Had and, sex. They had panda sex. Uh, had sex naturally. And that's really important because these pandas are very rare. And yeah, they, they can do, I think they can do it not like they can, um, what's not fornicate? Artificially what's inseminate. The, yeah, but what's they, the word for like they, they, um, conceived. Um, and so I think they can do artificial conception where they like, you know, take, they do whatever the words you just said were. I'm not going to say those. Um, but it's better for the panda and for the whatever if they just do it naturally. And so they right. did it naturally. My issue is not that. My issue is that the zoo that they are kept at announced this news with a video <laughs> of it happening. They were rolling. That is insane. <sighs> Yeah, I didn't need it, and I tweeted back at them. I let them know. I said, "We believe you. <laughs> you did not have to prove it." 
No one was like, uh, I don't know, Zoo. Picks or it didn't happen. But they just were like, let's get out ahead of this thing and show the pandas. Fucking. Oh, my god! Which then I was just like, I felt so dirty watching it. And, and then, then the I was second like, time I watched it, I felt even worse. And then the, by the 15th time, I was like, uh, I think I like this. No, I scrolled back to the beginning to be like, well, wait, if I'm going to have to watch it, let me rewatch what I just saw because the girl panda looks like she keeps looking down. She's giving the universal sign language body language for is it in. Oh, my God. She just keeps being like, I don't no think. No wonder and it he's took just, 13 years. And he's been just trying laying, for 13 he years. Is, he is laying back. He's like lounged backwards and is just continuing to do his thing. And you just keep seeing her going, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's in. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Oh Every woman God. watching that was like, oh, I, I recognize. I know what she's doing. I know what she's trying to say. And guess what? Just like with all men, he just did not pick up on the clues. He was not like, oh, are you not fit? He was like, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold And she's like, that's my thigh. It's my thigh. <laughs> so, oh. that was my erotic news of the week. That was something. Panda porn. We are just out here. Even oh. zoos are out here getting horny on Maine. We need to get oh. out. Yep. We got to get outside. Did I skip any important sports news? I don't know about this NBA horse contest, so I don't really care to talk about it. It'll probably be cool. Oh, you know what I wanted to do? Uh, well, I saw somebody else had mentioned this is one segment I think we should have tried. Maybe we save it for next week. A new segment called Things We've Learned About Ourselves. Oh, yeah. I got some mm. weird ones. Maybe we do that one. Maybe we do that. Let's okay. do that next week. We can prepare for that. So next week okay. we'll debut a new segment called Things We've Learned About Ourselves in Quarantine. But another thing that's happened since we've all been stuck inside is that I'm sure you've noticed, I've talked about it before, the like economy of social media has changed. Like the rules mm. have changed. There's just, it's like you were at a party with five people. That was a good chill party. And then even there were some bad things happening in it, but you like knew how to deal with it. You knew what to expect from it. And then all the other parties got canceled. So everybody showed up at yours. And now you're looking at people and you're like, you've never been to one of these parties. You're acting strange. That just everybody's being weird on the internet. But one thing that started to happen is these like meme games of mm-hmm. like, here are nine things. You can only keep three, which you'll remember we used to do on this podcast, but we did, we did. one's got to, we did yeah. one's got to go. So we did four things and you would eliminate one. But I saw a bunch of these and I was like, Oh, fodder for the pod. And since we're only at two hours, <laughs> we probably need some more room. Uh, I was thinking actually, we could look at this a- is the second take. So we're at two 30. Oh, yeah, awesome. Let's oh, keep boy. rolling. Uh, great. So I was, we could just do one really quick. Um, ESPN tweeted out, choose three, and it was sports movies. And the movies were Friday Night Lights, Rudy, Coach Carter, Remember the Titans, Blindside, Space Jam, Rocky, Glory Road, and Miracle. Now, Ashley, which, which two are you choosing? Because I know Miracle is the third. <laughs> um, I am going to be completely honest. I haven't seen a bunch of these. Yeah. Really? Like, really? I famously have never seen Rocky. I haven't seen, is Glory Road the one where they're, it's the comedy about ice skating? I haven't seen it. No. No, that's Mystery Alaska. No, no, the like figure skating um, one. What's the one I'm thinking of that like Owen Wilson's in? Oh, uh, Topic. No, Topic um, is cutting oh, edge. Uh, yeah, that's no, what I was like saying. A... Glory Road is a okay, basketball movie. Oh, are you talking about the, the actual yeah. comedy? Like the We Dance to One Song? You're talking about Blades of Glory? Yeah, there was Glory. Yeah. 
There's oh, the word glory in it. That's okay. not that far. All right. What if we, what if we, in, for the first time in our lives, just picked three and argued for them instead of eliminating all the other ones? Just pick three. I, that seems like a backwards way to do it, Katie. We have to, no. if we don't talk through all of them and eliminate I'm them just all, how can we, we possibly show, fill 25 minutes? We show way too much of how the sausage is made and then we get roasted <laughs> for saying we've never seen these movies that we never would have had to say we never saw if we just picked the ones we wanted to pick. Okay. Well, Miracle, obviously. I'll go first. We're going to pick Remember the yeah. Titans, Space Jam. Can we all just pick one? And probably. And I, my pick's Miracle. Yeah, that's no. how we choose three. God, you are so bad at following the rules I'm of these keeping, games. I'm keeping Friday Night Lights. Holy that shit. I, I'm abandoning the segment. I'm abandoning the segment. <laughs> I thought we each would just say the three and why. Okay. But we can't do, do that. We're really do- bad at following the instructions. <laughs> okay, guys. We're going to start again, and I'm going to do snack bags. And we're going to pretend what just happened Great. didn't happen. Okay. And we're going to pick three. Is this, okay. this looks like more than nine. I think it, I think this one was 12, right? Okay. Was it, was it pick three then or was it pick four? I think God, they're all pick three. All right. Right. Isn't the mean pick three? Ruffles regular, blue Doritos, dill pickle lays, ketchup lays, red Doritos. I think this was like a Canadian one because a lot of these we yeah, don't have. Ketchup red lays. Doritos. They're, Jay, French people love ketchup chips. Red Doritos, sour cream and onion ruffles, sweet chili Doritos, salt and pepper kettle chips, Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar, old Dutch barbecue chips, ruffles all dressed. I genuinely don't know what that is. And I think original hickory sticks are potato sticks. Mm -hmm. So my picks. It was a tough choice, Mm -hmm. but you can only pick three. I'm going blue Doritos. Uh, That's Cool Ranch, right? Yep, the Cool Ranch or Cooler Ranch, depending. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Miss Vicky's Salt and Vinegar. So good. Now, people might not like it. Miss Vicky's isn't my brand of choice, but I love a salt and vinegar chip, unless I've recently experienced a paper cut, (laughs) in which case I don't want those, but you got to keep them. And then the third pick is tough because I think you might miss a regular chip. I'm also interested in what all dressed means because it sounds kind of delicious, but it could also just be like salad cream flavored. And as I learned in England, (laughs) I don't like salad cream. Uh, All dressed might also just be mayonnaise chips. It says here that Ruffles all dressed brought over from Canada where it has been the number one Ruffles flavor. It's a blend of salty, savory and sweet flavors all at the same time. Think salt and vinegar, ketchup and barbecue all rolled together. No, it's too much. Um, so I'm going to go blue Doritos, salt and vinegar, and sour cream and onion mm. ruffles. Man. And no one will kiss me for the rest of my life. These are good choices. Blue Doritos, red Thank Doritos, you. and sour cream and onion ruffles. All right. I like the double Dorito. Also, the only, I should say, the only quarantine Dorito we have in this household is the sweet chili one or the spicy, whatever that spicy Ooh. one is. The Ooh. purple bag. For sure, I'm going salt and pepper kettle chips first because those are dope. I'm always disappointed by them. I always am like, that's not enough salt or it's too much pepper. Oh, I, don't know. It's I like the pepper. The amount of pepper is like real spicy and good. And then I'm also going salt and vinegar, Miss Vicky's, because delicious. Those are delicious. You're very salty, I, Jay. I know. It's really salty, which means I need to... Uh, this is really tough, but I think I'm going to go barbecue mm. with my last one. Mm. The old Dutch barbecue chips. I went through barbecue a period chip. of my life where I loved barbecue chips, and I think I ate too much of them, and now I don't eat them anymore. 
Oh man, I love a barbecue chip with like a sandwich. Whew, that's a I great I feel like barbecue chips are really hit, hit or miss. Like when they're good, they're really good. And when yeah. they're not, you're like, this is nothing. This is a waste well, of time. I'm hoping that Old Dutch is good. Honest. I don't know that brand very well, so, but we'll see. I agree. Uh, another fun meme was the work from home playlist. Billboard released a thing. I don't know. Who cares? Internet said that the top 10 songs on your 10th birthday are now your official work from oh, home geez. playlist. So I think we should yeah. all look up uh, Billboard charts January 28th. Whoa, your voice is doing the thing. Nine, 2000 and. Oh my God, what? it's doing the. Jay, do you not hear no. it? It's Katie, talk again. It. It's just your computer. Hi, Ashley. Okay, now you're normal. You were like, January 28th. No, oh, I was doing a my, bit. Were you? My playlist is bomb. No, I wasn't doing a bit. <sighs> uh, what is this the year? Okay, 1997. I mean, what? <laughs> Ni- 2005. Yeah. There you uh, go. Jay, what do you got? Number one. Oh, I only, be, where'd you get yours so fast? Because I only oh, have I, the number ones. I pulled mine. There's a link in the doc, uh, and you can put it in your ah. calendar. But I pulled mine earlier today because I wanted to know. Nice. Uh, number one, I'll Be Missing You by then Puff Daddy and Faith Evans featuring 112. <sighs> number two, Bitch by Meredith wow. Brooks. Number oh, three, yeah. Quit playing games with my heart by the Backstreet Boys. Number four, and in parentheses under number four, it says new Mo Money Mo Problems, the Notorious B.I.G. featuring wow. Oh, Dennis. my God. And then number five is Semi-Charmed Life. I don't want to keep doing this to you because it just gets better. <laughs> I mean, Six is really Return of oh, the wow. Mac. Yeah. Number seven is Do You Know What It Takes wow. by Robin. Eight is Sunny Came Home by Sean Colvin. Nine, Gotham oh City, God. R. Kelly. And ten, Look Into My Eyes, Bone Thugs and Harmony from uh, Batman well, and Robin with Val Kilmer. Here's the thing. That uh, is a fire list. It's problematic, though. <laughs> it is problematic. R- oh, sh- R. Kelly's on mine, too. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be on all of ours. <laughs> all right, so mine is... Mine oh, okay. is Unbreak My Heart by Tony oh, Braxton. what a jam. That's great. Don't Let, Don't let Go by En Vogue. Oh, oh wow! Uh, I I believe I can fly from Space mm. Jam. Uh, I believe in you and me from The Preacher's Wife by Whitney Houston. Oh yeah. Uh, Nobody, Keith Sweat featuring Athena Cage. Wannabe Woo! by Spice Girls. Nice. <laughs> no Diggity by Blackstreet. I'm still in love with you by New Edition. <laughs> oh. Banger, Foolish Games. I love by that Jewel. song. Wow. But weirdly, it says "Foolish Games" slash "You Were Meant for Me" by Jewel, and I remember those being Maybe two she different did songs. Like a, com- a combo remix or something. Number ten is "Mouth" by Meryl Bainbridge, which I feel like is a song I forgot existed, and I'm going to play it just so I can. I have no idea what that is. Remember it. Foolish Games has had a resurgence in like electronica. They like have people have remade that song a ton of times. Katie, while you look that up, I'll read mine. Uh, number one. Boys to Men on Bended Knee. Number two. Oh. My list is really good, too. Uh, number two is Creep, TLC. Number three is yeah, Real man. McCoy, Another Night. Another night, another dream. Oh, yeah. Another night, another <laughs> dream, but always. Uh, number four is Always by Bon Jovi. Number five, Here Comes the Hot Stepper, which is my jam. Oh, my God. Oh, much. 
Number six, I want to be down by Brandy. Number seven, uh, before oh, I yeah. let you go, Blackstreet. Number eight, take a bow, Madonna. Number nine, Tootsie Roll. Oh, I love that by the sixty-nine song. boys. Oh, let man. me see that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, and number ten, I'll make love to you, boys to men. Closing it out. Like wow. you want me to. You are opening Damn. it and closing Damn, it with boys to men. That's incredible. I couldn't have pictured it any better, honestly. That's really strong. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Ashley, I understand the delay thing now. What's the chorus? I do not remember this song at all. You don't remember this at all? Uh uh-uh. uh. Ew. <laughs> Apparently, I still know all those Ashley words. Ashley remembers it. <laughs> I don't know. My brain does that in the weirdest way. Also, also, if you thought singing on a delay was weird, whispering on Wait, a delay. Wait, I wasn't whispering. I was just mouthing it. <laughs> I meant to just mouth it. No, we could. I could hear really? every word you were saying. It was oh, very young. Sorry, yeah. I was just trying to mouth it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. We got it. We got it. But like right behind it's, the music, it was it's nice. Tough to tough to hear. Behind the music, that's what the, that's the name of this podcast. That's we already have poop facts. There it is. I don't want to go back. No, on that. it's right. we've arrived. We arrived at behind the music. <laughs> also, I think I'm going to name it uh, the art of the aqueduct. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I noticed that one of you put in. There's another one of these Twitter memes that I have. Yeah, to be one in. of those like quarantine house ones where they just list a bunch of people. Um, there's one that's a sports version. That's not the link I meant to click on. And you were in one of them. And you were in it with like, okay, if I was going to make a decision separate from you and I had to pick one sports person, Katie, that I might have a crush on, that I would want to be in their house. I know. Doc Emmerich's in it. Who would I pick? Exactly. Your mic cut out and I didn't hear you say it. And he's in your house with you. So I'm obviously picking that one. But yeah, there's. Hold on, my computer's frozen. Is it working now? Yeah, yeah, it's working. It was frozen. I can't click on that link, or it'll shut my computer mm. down. So the list came from Awful Announcing. Um, I'll just say, if your job is based off of critiquing people who make bad graphics, <laughs> um, not a great graphic. Yeah, I'll also say it's pretty transparent that they put the men in first, and then each house had to have yeah. a woman or two. Because they're at the bottom yeah. of the list, and they don't even make an effort to them uh, mix them yeah. in, like they thought of them off top. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but so, who's in my house? Have, Ash? Uh, Mike Francesa, Doc Emmerich, Brian Pope. Kenny, Tony Romo, Michelle Tafoya, and you. It's a good, good house. house. I mean, it's, it's an all right house. Some people you might want to stay away from, but for the most part, I don't like that. House. I don't like that. I don't get a say in what house I'm mm. going to be in. Imagine but, uh, just take a take a second and imagine being. This the poor person who I'm. Imagine being in a house with Colin Coward, Chris Fowler, Bill Simmons, Dick Vitale, Carissa Thompson, and Rebecca. Well, Katie and Rebecca would just be in the Rebecca Rebecca. and Carissa. 
I would go uh, see. I would pick that house so that I could just save Rebecca and Carissa could entertain everybody. Yeah, because but I would just be like, man. Rebecca, let's go chat. Let's just yeah, get out of here. Just, get you away from all this. Yeah, please, girl. Let me save you. <laughs> Doris is one. She's in a house. What, she's with who's she in there with? Because I'll save her Stephen too. Stephen A. Jim Nance, Rob Stone, Jay Billis, Doris, and Pam Oliver. Rob Stone makes that a big no for me. <laughs> Not going to that house. I love Rob Stone. Yeah. That's not a bad house. But that's just because like yeah. we know Stephen A. This a there's a Yeah, he's go look it up, guys. There's some good options. I'm going with, with my girl Katie and my boy Doc Emmerich. Yeah, that's it's a perfect like, house for you. It's gosh, made for you. Jay, what house are you he's, going to? Don't pick me. Uh, it's weird. Uh I I guess I'm gonna go hang with Rebecca Lowe and like That's my make, answer. Pick your own. Make, I gotta reload the graphic now. Uh, I already <laughs> House closed two is it, Skip Bayless, but... L. Michaels, James Brown, A. Rod, Aaron Andrews, Rachel, Rachel Nichols. House five, Shannon Sharp, Joe Buck, Ernie Johnson, Bill Rafferty, Maria Taylor, Jessica Mendoza. And house six is Max Kellerman, Mike Breen, Kurt Menefee, Charles Barkley, Tracy Wolfson, Mina Kimes. Okay, I'm going to house six, and I'm hanging with Mina Kimes yeah. and Charles Barkley exclusively. <laughs> That yeah, that's not good bad. To me. That Bill I Raftery talk with Chuck and Mina. That yeah. Bill Raftery house doesn't sound that bad. Shannon Sharp, Joe Buck, Ernie Johnson, Bill Raftery, Maria Taylor. Oh, Justin Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Maria and Jessica are great too. Yeah, Joe Buck's fun. Yeah, you know what, guys? Everybody in the industry huh. is awesome, and we would be lucky yeah, sure. to Good be answer. at any house again. Another game we I absolutely said, I failed at. Do we have time so for another fast. voicemail? <laughs> You know we do, Katie. Let's, Let's get into it. it. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. My name Hi. is Megan. I am from Maine. And uh, so I was thinking about the – Katie was talking about watching the Godzilla movie from 1998. And I want to know, what is the weirdest soundtrack that you remember owning Thinking oh, back God. to, you know, some of the weird CDs that I had in my collection, Godzilla was definitely one of them. I also got, as a gift for Christmas, the Scream 3 soundtrack. Um, this year? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know why I ever thought those were super great, but I did at the time, apparently. So, um, thanks. I love you guys, and I mean it. Oh, what a question, Megan. That's so fun. Like, soundtracks used to be the jam. Yeah, like, that was how you found stuff. Like, I remember, like, Garden State soundtrack was incredible. Uh, I want to say, like, Van Wilder had a really good mm. soundtrack. But, like, they don't, you don't really do that anymore. But as far as weird ones that I owned, I believe I owned the Michael soundtrack. What? Remember the movie where John Travolta is a, um, wasn't it called Michael? Or am I thinking of, am I getting two movies confused? What's the movie with John Travolta where he's like on a farm and he has like magic abilities? Uh, no idea. I'm going to throw that into Google, see what it comes up with. That's crazy. There was also like a Nick Cage romantic movie that well, had definitely. an Alanis song on it. Like Angels of Ella. Phenomenon? Armageddon? Was it the Armageddon soundtrack? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. That's it. Because I think it had that um, that song by Bob Dylan. I think the Wallflowers had a Ooh, song on that. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, um, right. Um, and I, City of Angels. Oh, that's yeah. the other one. City of Angels. With Nicholas Cage oh, and yeah. Meg Ryan. I had that soundtrack. Oh, yeah. 
I'll have to pull uh, what was on that because I, I don't know why I had it. And do. then, but the oh, main sorry. one I go ahead. I was gonna say the main one I remember is I had the Prince of Egypt oh. soundtrack because oh, yeah. I never saw that movie, but it had that banger with Mariah mm-hmm. and Whitney, and it was so good. And I so was, I bought the whole soundtrack. This is a weird aside, but we I was I'm making Passover Seder for tomorrow night for everyone, and my friend who is one of my friends who's here is Catholic, and she's like, "Oh, I know the story of Passover. It's just like Prince of Egypt," and she starts telling me everything that happened in the movie and how much of a banger that Whitney song was, and I was like. She's like, we have to watch it before Seder. I'm like, we can watch it after Seder, after you know oh, the wow. real story. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but the the one soundtrack that I remember very specifically is the soundtrack to Wild. Oh West. wow! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I had two yeah. that I didn't had never seen the movie: Reality Bites and Reservoir Dogs. Uh, just because they were good soundtracks. Mm. Reality Bites, yeah, they were really both good. great. Um, I, that thing you do, I loved. But probably the weirdest one uh, is The Phantom of the Opera, which was the first CD that I owned as well. That's not weird. It's a musical. That's a yeah, weird a CD musical. to own when you're in first grade. I think. It's, oh, I yeah. guess. It's not, it's not great. Uh, City of Angels had Uninvited by Alanis Morissette on it, and mm. I loved that song. That's why I got it. Angel that by Sarah McLaughlin. Iris oh, by Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, man. Oh, man. Crushing it. I really yeah. love that song. Let me look up Phenomenon. Because that, why did I have that? The Empire Records soundtrack, I remember, was really good, too. Oh, uh, ph- oh, of course. Phenomenon had Changed the World by Eric Clapton. That was the big one. If I could change the world. I think that was why we had it. Uh, other than that, there's nothing on here that I recognize. So, pretty strange That's a great choice. question. A very good question. Uh, thank you for asking it, Megan. Um, guys... I know it's yeah. so short and we only had you for a little bit of time, but I think that's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to Ritual. And uh, again, apologies to Coors Light. They just keep getting the uh, singing ad read on on Zoom. So it's not great. Um, shout out to the Mina Kime show featuring Lenny. It's football. It's Mina. It's a very cute dog that may become a suitor of my very cute dog. To say. Age ain't nothing but a number. Uh, what more could you ask for? Go get that wherever you get your podcast. Big thanks to you guys for listening. I know things are weird and everything sucks. Uh, one thing that might suck might be this podcast, but we have a lot of fun making it and it's actually keeping us sane. So hopefully just listening to three people babble about nothing with a little bit of a delay is also helping you stay sane. That's what we want for you. Hearing Ashley whisper talk a song just a little bit behind the song, maybe that does it for you. Me blasting French music so loud that Jay becomes an angry Frenchman. Maybe these are the things that just you needed, you know? Um, so just listen to it as many times as you feel like. We love you. Or you can always just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which we read and we love, like this one from Mary Kate S. that says, need something to make you laugh out loud while working as an essential worker during a pandemic? Then look no further than the backlog of this podcast that will remind you of recent history and occasionally sports. But seriously, if I have to constantly restock toilet paper that people will frantically buy, being able to listen to Katie, Ashley, and Jay while getting paid makes it worth it. Mary-Kate, shout out to you. The S there stands for shout out to you, (laughs) Mary-Kate, because that sounds tough. And I know it's tough, but you've got to go to work and we appreciate you and we're thinking of you. We hope you stay healthy. And I'm glad that this weird ass <laughs> podcast can somehow accompany you and help you through your day. But lastly, uh, don't forget that please, you can always the voicemail. She just said, wow. why would you choose now to change that... it up? Why would you choose now 
to change. I just said maybe we're just providing some stability in their lives, and you're like remix. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Leave a voicemail. Yeah. At eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. We're done here. Uh, say goodbye, bye. Ashley, in a normal voice. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Oh, it's so bad. We did it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24/7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com/nolan today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/nolan to save on home security today. simplysafe.com/nolan